talk to me more again about the death nut. So you want to you want to know about my death nut? Yeah. (laughs) All right. So not only is it a death nut, it's the death nut. The death nut. The new death nut. When you're that when when you're with that special someone, you get that death nut. (laughs) (laughs) It's the the new death nut nut challenge V two point oh. Um, it says Carolina Reaper peanuts insanely hot challenge. So like it goes progressively hotter as you go, right? Uh, but it's but it, but but Scoville? it's just a nut though, right? Like you only eat so much nut. There's like three peanuts per step in this. So there's just a total of fifteen peanuts in this package. Nine okay. million Scoville though. No, See, that I was a, that... that was a gummy that, bear. That was the gummy bear. <laughs> oh, that, that was okay. this guy. Lil, Lil Nitro was nine million Scovilles. Uh, the the death nut. So okay, getting started. Right, heat level, mild. Why? It, why are they giving you IKEA instructions? Uh, you shouldn't have instructions to fucking eat something. No, no, get it's stuff. it's not instructions. In, it's, in it's stages. Progressive. It's in it, stages. It's, yeah, there's stages to this. Okay, so one, getting started. Heat level, mild. All right, Carolina Reaper plus chocolate Boothla peppers. Okay, cool. Are there level scorpion two. peppers? Level two. Mm-hmm. Mild plus. <laughs> Carolina Reaper and Ghost Peppers. Okay. Okay, so like, okay, the Carolina Reaper already are fucking with uh, with dangerous shit because that's yeah. a million Scoville pepper, uh, pepper really. Uh, level three, medium, okay. Uh, Carolina Reaper plus seven pot brain strain peppers. These aren't made up, though. <laughs> These don't sound like actual strains of peppers anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they, they is, though. They is, though. Okay. <laughs> they is. Okay. Okay. Level four, pain sets in. Sure. Hot. Okay. <laughs> uh, two times Carolina Reaper plus seven pot Douglas peppers. All right. And then five, stupid hot. Mm-hmm. The death nut. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. Here it is, boys. <laughs> two times Carolina Reaper, Morgua scorpion plus. It does have a scorpion th- pepper. This, this is the key. 13 million. Scoville capsaicin distillate crystals. Dude, Ed, I feel like a dipshit because the Mad Dog three fifty seven was just like we top out at three seventy five Scoville and like three seventy five K. I'm like, dude, this shit it messed me up. Ed, I have to ask you a question. So this is coming from your Twitch uh, subscribers, followers, fans. Uh, well, one of our YouTube viewers, yeah, sent us a box. Do they do they like you? <laughs> are, are they are they friends are they friend I or mean, foe they they did send this pile of nes games with okay with so a, so it's kind of like a, a limited run blind box i think that maybe what if they miss hot pepper gaming like what if they're just <laughs> passing down the torch or it, there and just, it, maybe. It, it's like some kind of a love-hate relationship you guys got going on here i mean they've like, also, they also sent this stuff here too it's uh well, give him a shout out. Who's who's uh, who's this the contributor? This is this is from Megalong sixty nine. Uh, All right, one of our viewers over over on uh, on YouTube and uh, and Twitch. He he tunes in all the time. Megalon sixty nine. Um, I'll just let Megalon you know. 69. Like I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> we, we've, we've oh, dude, Pockies are dope. Those are dope. Yeah. yeah so. I just I I grabbed that randomly from a random visit to Ampam. Mm-hmm. Shit is good. Yeah. So like these, there's a gauge on the back here that says freaking hot. They're they're and not that they're just tasty. They're zesty. I, I I imagine they're probably not as bad as that gummy bear that I ate earlier. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't imagine, dude. Thir- I can't imagine you putting trillion. yourself through that. I I cannot imagine you putting yourself through that because, like I said, the Mad Dog 
Mad Dog done fucked me up. Well, okay, I... so here's here's the thing too. I'm I'm an idiot because like it says on the side of well on the side of both of these I was reading. The, I mean, this, I, I'm surprised you went. There. Yeah, there's... dude, you you have a heart condition. <laughs> it says, <laughs> keep out of. Reach I was just of like children. the whole time, like I don't want to be Papa Bear, but this shit sounds yeah yeah keep, sound rough. <laughs> keep out of reach of children and the elderly. <laughs> Do not consume if you are and, sensitive to hot or spicy foods. And pre-existing conditions. <laughs> Allergic to peanuts, peppers, or capsaicin. Pregnant or have any medical condition. Well. We- wear gloves when handling. Don't touch eyes or any part of your body. Yeah, when they're Watch explaining the process, like the, it's fucking like timeshare yeah. packages and like tiers of rooms <laughs> that you can. Yeah, that's when you know. I don't know, man. Yeah, this we we, here, we, let's just get you a bag of like blue diamond. Lil Nitro is like, Lil Nitro is not to be consumed by those with any heart or respiratory conditions. Welp. <laughs> well, I, I'd, I'd stay on standby with that. I don't know, dude. The world within itself is pretty crazy. I have. I mean, I, I did it. It was fine. I have. I withstood it. Just, just keep, I, keep on doing this like throughout the, the show. Just keep on kind of <laughs> check, checking your pulse. Make sure you're good. Yeah. What are we right now? I don't know, man. I think I guess it's another gotta feel really fucking old and out of touch. Fifty nine so me... beats per minute. Yeah, I just got recertified go. CPR today, so I can do it over the Skype uh, <laughs> yes. if oh, we good. have to. Yeah, yeah we're dude, good. Walk us through it. Um, no, dude, I have I have two Larry David moments that I gotta share with both of you because this shit drove me nuts and like hey, I our... did it drive you death nuts though? Fuck. Our dude. podcast audience is not gonna know who Larry David is. You should probably give some context. Um. Yeah, contextualize. I mean, really though. Really. I mean, uh, he, they're like that old guy in the memes. <laughs> <laughs> Just th- a cue in the theme. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want HBO to sue. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can't use this, or, or the Seinfeld theme. We can't use either one of those. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. So, I I guess um, what's the male version of Karen? Do do has that been established the, yet? Ken. Boomer. I guess I've had. Here's a boomer moment. I'm I think Derek. I think Derek would fit well. Derek. <laughs> I, I think a Derek would Derek. really. Hey Derek. Derek. Shout out to um, all my Derek's. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, judges. Okay, we accept Derek. So uh, mm-hmm. I, have, I have a few Derek moments to get off my chest, um, because I work in like a day job where I'm involved with the purchase of various goods and in products and services and overseeing like what goes and what doesn't go. And let me fucking tell you, when I saw the purchase of two, uh, just two bicycles, not electric bicycles, not just bicycles, go for 13,000 fucking dollars. Apparently, so I'm not fucking alone here because I explained this to Val and she's like, oh yeah, dude, no, bicycles can go, you can spend like 30k on a bike. What? No, you fucking can't. But why? It's... You can get a Harley. like, uh-huh. Dude, I was just like, how much does Matt Hoffman spend on his fucking bike? I want to know right now. How much does the Hoff spend? And apparently, like, like there are Walmart tiers of bike, but there are like fucking like titanium grades and now, aluminum grade be, bikes. That... To okay, be fair, so... To be fair, to be fair, to be fair, there there are there are bikes out there, bicycles that have like automatic transmissions. Yeah, there are, and those are pricey. No, I say this ain't this ain't like a, this ain't like a, a huffy ten speed we're talking about. I'm talking here. about like a, a commuter bike, a commuter bike that 
I, I, I mean, I, I brought this up to her. Her, her dad's also like a, a bike enthusiast. Like that's his shtick. Like that's what he likes to do for funsies. And he's just like, no, like cyclists? he just shook his head and just like, yeah, what of it? And then he shows me this dude trying to get thirty k for his bike on Craigslist. And I'm like, that's fucking, that's ridiculous. That's the equivalent of somebody selling fucking Top Gun for the NES for nine hundo and saying rare uh exclamation point exclamation exclamation point like never before seen some shit like that you can buy a house in ohio for thirty thousand dollars i'm just letting you guys know that (laughs) (laughs) you can buy a house (laughs) like and it's not even like i mean like it might need some work but like you know the bones are still good like you can buy a house for thirty thousand dollars around bro (laughs) and like and this shit is just being bought no questions asked and i'm (laughs) I'm being made to look like the crazy one where I'm just like, no, 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 dude, it's I like know the, I spend... Uh, it's like the Neo the Neo Geo of pedal bikes. like Exactly. Dude, like, I know uh, we spend our money on some stupid shit his, that his we'd have pedal, to justify to his, the general uh, public. His, mm-hmm. his pedal bike AES there, like... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I'm aware that, like, like, I can't justify same events, but I can possibly rationalize it to some context. Mm-hmm. But, like, but I can't because, like, we have other means of doing it. Just like I'm like you. I could rationalize can... it, but I can't though. <laughs> I can't. I can't, and I can't. Not to like the layman. You're... Not to the layman. Yeah, no. Yeah. But like, but dude, twenty thousand dollars over. Like, look it up. Just Google commuter bike, and then Google price range, and then see what shows up in your Google results. You will be fucking stunned. But like, it, do do they use these to like ride around and do like courier stuff? No, they're like, just, are these courier bikes? No, man, this is just some one percent gentrified ass like fucking some Google shit. I don't. Do they have chains? Yeah. What? Yeah, dude, they're just bikes. They're just fucking bikes, dude. I I don't understand. I do I can't. That is way more than we spent on our automobile that we have yeah, to yeah. register in the state. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm going to throw some show note links because of the, the wild shit I found. I'm going to have thing... to register my copy of uh, Harmful Park. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm fucking flabbergasted. Get like dude. collector graded bikes. <laughs> I just want to make sure yes. that like, I don't Sealed know if you package. guys. C- CGBs. Some water grade fucking tire spokes. Uh, um, I just want to know if this sounds like gold plus plus grade. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if this just sounded like, like some wild California shit, which I, I think it is. Honestly, <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> I, uh, I like like like, like like we we get like BMX bikes stolen around here on the regular. Like no one no one's gonna be having like twenty k bikes. Ain't, yeah, no. I dude, I don't know. I I'll I'll go off on my other old man moment uh, after we start the show. But press Fair. pause radio episode one twenty nine. Uh, we got a hybrid of sorts because a lot of shits happened and we we kind of had to steer the boat back in the direction of video games. And we just need uh, filler for like before game of the year stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's that too. I mean, we've got plenty of that coming video wise too, which we'll 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 touch on. But um. Yeah, we're gonna talk about latest news because we're we're getting ever so closer to uh, next gen launch and uh, what's in our console because uh, um, there's a lot of fucking games that were like weirdly enough um, mostly old that we've been playing. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, we'll go ahead and start the show. 
All right. I'm I'm I'll save my other old man moment maybe later if if the time is right cuz it's 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 it is Halloween related. Um I think it it's I'm just fucking annoyed it's, with it. Our, it's our very spooky stupid. episode, our spooky Halloween episode. Yeah, we don't really have one. I mean, no. we're I've, we're just old and like it's covid. I don't know. We're going to mm. in my day. That's already scary. I mean, Val and I personally are going to just marathon some movies off Shutter, which man, the free trial has been very like lukewarm so far. Like we oh, did it buddy, just so we did could you, watch. Did you get to see that like awesome, cool, freaking like '80s style thing that they? Is that the one that's like kind of like like What's trippy as called? fuck? Like it's like an acid trip kind of like yeah. sci-fi. I want to see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's like what, the one thing no I names. want to. I'm not we have we names. have no name. <laughs> like like, did you watch the movie Mandy starring Nicolas Cage? No, um... it's kind of like that, but sci-fi. Mm. So like a sci-fi movie that like Nick Cage would be. I in. saw that show up, but I, dude, I want I, to watch that movie. I and, and like, I don't it's... know if I can convince Val to sit that sit through that with me. Just I don't know. I saw it, and I don't. And also, I hate Nick Cage. Like, well, we've already ex- covered that extensively on I, the show. I beg your pardon. <laughs> oh, he's a piece of shit, dude. Excuse me. I talked to that I dude. Mean, okay, I'm and not back much of in a my Nicolas Cage fan. No, he's not a good but... dude. I like um, him. I, I like him ironically, but go ahead. No, but well, I mean, aside me, me, from... me, me, and Alex Navarro are like ironic Nicolas Cage fans. I, dude, I don't know. I don't know if I want to give him the benefit of the doubt of irony when, like, that dude, like, he has no business. I, I've talked to three celebrities, like, working in the dealings that I do business wise. Yeah, uh, him, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff was super chill. I like he was definitely entitled and smuggy, but like in a charming sort of way. Because he just wanted more uh, international data so he can do, like, his model shoot in fucking Russia. And this was, like, in the early aughts. Um, fucking Nicolas Cage, back when the 3G had just released, was pissed off that he couldn't work visual voicemail and thought that he was the next fucking... Like, he thought he was the next planet as far as he was concerned like that dude could not be bothered nor could he be troubled to treat anyone with into being a human decent human being because like that no that dude was fucking awful to talk hey to man, he if, should... if pluto can't be a planet what gives him the right exactly that's fair that's fair i will say you gotta be careful talking about dale jr around these parts oh no he was a sweetheart that dude was oh, okay just super, he was boring all right because nice. you know the number three means something around here dale sweetheart jr <laughs> Um, no, that dude was, if anything, it made me, um, I don't know, man, I'm not big on NASCAR. I've like the, the most, be, be. <laughs> no, uh, the most like notoriety that dude's name has ever had out of my mouth was the fact that, uh, he, uh, had sued one of my favorite bands, the bled, uh, because they had, uh, song, a single out, uh, Dale Earnhardt's seatbelt. And like they couldn't use it anymore, and they got into trouble, so they had to change the name of the song to "You Know Who's Seatbelt." Um, and it's a great song. Oh man, I, I think I'll, I'll I'll see if we can use our legal thirty seconds. Yeah, fucking... I like that. Um, but anyway. also, also Ed, by the way, it's called Blood Machines, I believe. Oh yes, yes, Blood Machines. I was kind of thinking one. you would do Hack O' Lantern because I saw that and I put that on my list. Um, <laughs> No. <laughs> probably, probably also a good one. No, what motivated this is, uh, I didn't realize that Devil's Rejects had a sequel, um, Three from Hell. Yeah, it's there's well, isn't very like, unnecessary. It's House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and, and Three now from Hell. Three from Hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
It's I'm... it's super. It's way too chill. It's a way too chill conclusion. Like it. Like everybody's old, and it almost felt like fan service. I felt like I felt I felt like Rob Zombie said like this is gonna be a trilogy. He's like, oh shit, I gotta make the third one, don't I? Yeah, like, and I feel <laughs> awful because like that was I didn't even realize Sid Haig was in it. I thought it happened. Post yeah, and he and he, and he was kind of like at his like at his end. Oh, dude, much. he yeah. yeah, he did not look good no. in that. Nah, dude, like Sherry Sherry Moon Zombie and Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley looked like shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always looked like shit, but like <laughs> Bill Mosley looked yeah. like shit. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. I don't know. We like. I liked it, but I was just like, I don't know why. Because I, I fucking love Devil's Reject, so I, I don't know why I set myself up for that. Mm-hmm. Um. Plus, it kind of ruins what makes Devil's Reject so good. Yeah, because I mean, the way it ends, it's like yeah, it the ambiguity of, of it. Yeah, it should have been left as 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 that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I kind of like if you come at it with a like, uh, the Empire Strikes Back mentality, where I'm like, oh, it just ended there. You might enjoy it. I don't know. Um. But anyway, I'm George. Uh, hey, George. I'll, I'll get to my old man moment, uh, but I kind of want to talk to Ed more about the, like, did you get any more spicy confections that we should know of? I no. like how it's called that, spicy confections. That's <laughs> spicy a, confections. It's a, it's, a, it's a new part of your uh, YouTube there, sir. I, yeah. I, I said confections, uh... not confessions. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. I, I, I imagine, I imagine like a silk stockings kind of opening to it, you know. <laughs> did, did I, did I just date myself by referring to silk, silk stockings? I, might have. I don't know. Um, it's a '90s thing. I will say that there, I got a, I, I, the last time that I had a spicy confection was I think last Christmas. Somebody gave me a, uh, like a habanero gummy, and it was pretty, pretty tasty. Last Christmas, I gave you a habanero gummy. <laughs> Sorry, thought I had um... <laughs> Oh, dude, I don't even know what the fuck I'm gonna do for the like this. This. Oh man, I'm calling. Season. I'm calling off holidays. <laughs> <laughs> holidays are canceled. <laughs> um, try, try again next year. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know, man. It, it, it. Everybody kind of like when you look at tweets from earlier this year, I'm just like, oh, thank goodness my birthday is like in December or whatnot. I'm just like, man, this is all aged horribly. Yes, <laughs> like, it has. All... <laughs> yeah, so I was going to catch up eventually, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. Sh- it, I don't know. I don't want to go all uh, end times, but Jesus. Um, well, real quick, Andrew. I'm I, I'm I, here's my here's my opening. I'm going to give away a gift, but it's the first part of it. So people have to listen to the whole show. Oh, all right. Uh, R-Q-A-J-X. R-Q-A-J-X. That's the first of three parts. I like that. All right. Yeah. I mean, you showed me up, dude, because I don't, I don't have anything to bring. I have nothing to give. It's okay. But... You're here. That's all that matters. As long as we're all here. <laughs> as long as we're all present, it, it's something. Uh, I, I Cool. I'll take it. Um. So on the docket for this show, we're going to talk about some of the uh, announcements that kind of slipped by that I felt merited some importance. I mean, primarily Cyberpunk, which has just been, fuck, man, it's just been dramatic. Um, And I don't even know really how to approach it at this point from um, a variety of different reasons, but I figured it it did bear uh, some conversation. Um, 
Microsoft is coming out with over 95% of backwards compatibility on the Xbox One. So a majority of nearly every Xbox and Xbox 360 title will work on the Xbox One. No uh, no word yet on Barbie's Wild Horse Adventures, which but is... Like, uh, but like now, with Series X and S coming and out? And Series there, X. And they're just now like, also, we're going to make sure everything's backwards compatible now. Between Series X and Xbox One, yes. All right, but here's my huh. question. Is uh, stuff that was region locked before region locked now? Still imagine that to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, because we'll have to get some more, which we'll we'll cover those details. Um, and then finally, which I thought was a little interesting and kind of, I don't know, don't know how much to read into it, but Sony uh, offered to upgrade... Anyone who has a PSVR uh, upgrade their module to a PS5 compatible module that they can then carry their headset over to the PlayStation 5 for free. Like you would just have to send your. Uh, we'll go into those details there, but apparently they're they're going to send them out. And then from that, it's uh, going to be a very busy. What's in your console? Mm-hmm. You know what and I that... remember when they said that they were going to upgrade people's PSP shit for the PSP Go, and guess what they did not do. I vaguely remember that, but I don't have enough details. It was a to big really... deal, and a lot so, of people so... didn't buy the Go because they backed out. So, what would what would be the upgrade from a PSP to a PSP Go? Like, what would be the? So the idea was is that if you had a, a physical copy of a game, you would be able to get the download for no additional cost. I think I kind of remember this. Yeah, because I was in retail at the time. I, I think I do recall that. Hmm. Yeah. The... The the pl- the groundwork was there, but they basically reneged it before the mm. system even came out. Probably just like look. Oh, before it came out, they didn't like yeah. wait until the Go came out because I know the Go didn't no. sell all that well. That's why. That's what I'm saying. So like, did they yeah. have it initially come out? Sales were not what they expected, and they like said, "And eh, never mind." No, no, no. Yeah, that's the well. That's what I mean. Like, it, it uh, yeah. they said that they'd do this thing. Then they said they would not do this thing, and when it because... came out, it, ne- it never sold, right? Oh, I see, yeah. I see. Okay, like that would probably what led to it not selling. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people were sort of banking on the fact that they could have had a smaller form factor PSP without carrying around a ton of discs, uh, but they still had their library, you know? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, so I stand corrected as of now, and we'll go ahead and touch base, but apparently, and we'll go off, and Eurogamer did an excellent um, piece on it, so I can definitely go ahead and show note it. Thank you, Eurogamer. Um, Allegedly. Appar- <laughs> no, no. It's been, so far it's been vetted. Um, every retail Xbox and Xbox 360 release as of this moment is backwards compatible. Um, the only difference that I, and I'm trying to find information on region, um, but indie uh downloadables are not backwards compatible which is oh assumed. man xbox indie games you remember those x yeah yeah man also uh the connect titles 
they will not so connect one titles for 360 do not function on the connect two because apparently it's an entirely different uh infrastructure i believe so that. sure yeah what's so, that you say wah wah okay mm-hmm. hey man <laughs> hey, some, some some people like their connects i mean just just I, george but <laughs> i do all right. right up there with you yeah I'm gonna do the hey, next man, video. Hey man, I I got my Stadia, so I am I am not <laughs> oh, innocent no. in all this. Yeah do do you want to talk about your main character? Cause like I I you totally reminded me of that fucking shit show of a, of of a an event that took place this week. Which one, Stadia? Uh, Alex Hutchison. Oh yeah, that man. Guy. But that, that guy, guy, but that guy's like not even like a Google employee. He's like a developer for Stadia games. But like he like kind of came out there being like I'm Google. <laughs> no, no, for real. Yeah, I no. He he came with some like he came out with some. Words. Oh, dude, he came with a fucking the, nuclear take. That like, was quite the spicy take. It was. I was like, you really want to be doing this here on Twitter? A fifteen okay. million Scoville take. It was. It, it was a little, a little too spicy for me. I got out of there real quick. Oh, dude, no, yeah, that was a that was a habanero caramel take. I like, got into the was... I got in the bunker and I waited. I just put my hands over my head and waited for the explosion. Um, so kudos to yeah, whatever say, that guy's doing in his future endeavors. I will say the internet like, lit fucking... him up, rightfully so. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, fucking for real. doubled down. He dug his heels in and fucking pounded on his chest. I'm like, this hill, this mountain of shit that I'm sinking in, yeah. this is where I die. Yeah, so this, good. This, this is my hill. Uh, yeah, Google even came out, and they're like, oh, no, no, we're, no, no, we're good. Who? We, 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 didn't Alex? Bring that guy. we don't know that guy. <laughs> we didn't bring that guy. We I don't know, know what you're guy. talking about. He's just someone, like a friend of a friend. I don't know who that dude is. That's yeah, the guy no, carrying we're... his box out, right? Oh, he's not uh... carrying his box out. <laughs> um... Yeah, that, would no. suck. that would suck to get like terminated remotely. That's uh, <laughs> that's oh. not good. Oh <laughs> uh, I don't know. That dude definitely got an email because man, his Twitter bio sure changed quick. Uh, I bet. All caps. I bet. All my opinions are my own. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> oh, dude. That's a funny if, way of saying I, my bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, um, no. I mean, dude, there's Fru, which, to be fair, Fru is on both platforms, which is great, and also developed by a friend of the show. There's some great Connect experiences, so bite your yeah. tongue. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure, for sure. Um, I would love to, if anything, and and now that we're we're almost there at the roundabout of upgrading our video equipment, I will absolutely do a, a motion games block for the YouTube for play play. I can will you, can, do can, can, can you just do Beat Saber? Because I really want to see you struggle doing Beat Saber. <laughs> <laughs> I can absolutely do Beat Saber. Okay. You know what, man? I can do uh, it. If, yeah, that's if, what I want. Uh, if Job can do it, I can do it. Job, did you have you seen him? He's fucking. He's lean, dude. He is. I think he's literally went on a Beat Saber routine. Like he's lost weight just from VR. Really? But I, know, I wow. yes, but I can't really run a quest uh, or any. I can't even run a first generation Oculus on this goddamn. No, machine. same. Yeah, my PC's junk. Yeah, we gotta. We our PC game is weak, but we'll get to that at some point. In the meantime, um, yes, every. Xbox One and Xbox 360 title, uh, from Alan Wake to Zuma, uh, or Zumba, <laughs> sorry, um, is. I mean, as long as Hexa HD is on there, then then you got a bet. <laughs> yeah, for real. I can check. I'm currently scrolling. It is. H is right. I so, cer- I certainly yeah. hope so. <laughs> it is. So, like that kind of brings up a good point. So, um, PS5 is going to have a pack-in game. 
and like mm. I don't remember the last time they had pack-in games, like except for Hexic uh, Playroom. It is yes, yeah. um, which My was like PS4 a V or came with uh, the Uncharted collection. So like that's like a bundle deal. I'm talking about More like, like a launch, like, like, like day one launch, like pack-in game. Like last the, time I saw that happen was Wii U and Nintendo Land. Sure, sure, and I, but but like for me, like it was like Hexic HD was on every Xbox 360 when you got it. It was just there. You know, it was like a U2 album when you buy an iPod. Like, it's just there. Oh, yeah, dude, it was, it was Xbox was like, oh, we, this is our Minesweeper. Enjoy. Right, yeah. So, it, and I, I'm just excited because that's a thing. Like, I don't know, just it wasn't expected. I, I'd heard that PS5s were going out to uh, review outlets, and they were oh, talking about Oh, yeah, no, about... everybody, oh, man, it, it was absolutely a, a, you could tell who got them because, boy, oh, boy, did they light up the internet with them. About um, how huge those motherfuckers are? Yeah, Dude, man. Like, I I saw the comparison between that and the PS4 Pro, and I was just like, "Holy shit!" Like it it <laughs> it, it, it even outwits a PS3 like it's regular model. Oh no, no, no. dehumidifier. I, I, like, yeah, I definitely. Yeah, that was my favorite. Like it was almost a a a fucking Pinterest trend, like comparing the PS5 to weird like out of place things. Like I, I really PS5. like. I want to see that as like a new thing, like a like a new. I don't know, like a, like a viral thing where people take PS5s out in the wild and like just compare them to like other things out in the wild. Like, how big is a PS5 compared to this? Here's the Wait, PS5 wastebasket compared, compared to the CN Tower. Like, <laughs> um, I saw PlayStation Five put on top of a Philips CDI 225. We're talking about like the big, stupid, motherfucking first generation one, which is like bigger than a first generation Laserdisc player. So. Um, it met up with that. It's bigger than an original Xbox. It sounds like the only person um, that would do that is like Frank Cifaldi. I think the only dude that would have something John like Lemon. that. Okay. It yeah. um, it it weighs more than the Xbox, doesn't it? Fourteen uh, fucking pounds. Xbox. I, I'm pretty sure Xbox Series 11. X is it eleven? Okay, because I heard that it felt like so it weighed more. It, it does. That well, well, even the Xbox Series. It's X because it's all concentrated the, uh, one, in right? one area. But yeah, like, they say the I, five is because of all the fans and shit. Like it's supposed to make it run cooler. Oh yeah, why it's so gargantuan. But, uh, apparently, both of them are insanely silent, like it eerily so. Which hmm. I mean, even my Pro, it sounds like it's taking for liftoff. Sure. Yeah, mine too. <laughs> It was fine for a little bit, then all of a sudden, like, I'd run, like, I just installed Watchdog Legion yesterday, mm-hmm. and phew, even on the install, it was like, nope, <laughs> this thing Which, is shaking. I, you, dude, I, at some point, man, like, we have to look into the ergonomics of just capacity and and support for weight. I don't, I don't want to shop for airflow or whatnot. Like, I need, like, some sufficiency from these machines to kind of, like, operate confidently on their own. Yeah. Just, just, just in before liquid cooling consoles. Yeah, but apparently the DualSense Five controller is already out for the public to purchase. Oh, interesting! So apparently, it's got it, a really neat little uh, Easter egg on it. Hey, and when I say little, I mean little. Uh, the texture on the grip uh-huh. is actually the PlayStation, uh, like the symbols? symbols. Like, yeah, the, oh, the square, that's square, that's kind of cool. Circle and cross, yeah. Oh, I thought that's you were gonna cool. be like, "Oh, the texture is made out of dog noses, just like the old PlayStation mm-hmm. Two analog sticks." <laughs> they're ma- they're made they're made all out of Spider Man fonts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I you know it's funny. I've never before have I seen like so so many fucking 
neckbeards and plebes collectively like fawn over an Easter egg uh, being oh. included in a game that's going to move at 24 frames per second. Okay, are we talking about the End of the Spider-Verse skin? Because I am buying that game now just because of that. <laughs> so guess what? My neckbeard is like, it's like it grew three sizes larger as soon as you said that. And it, I will. It curled out from oh, in, and, man. in and out of my shirt. Um, I saw that and I was like, yeah, okay, I'm buying that. That's my, so that's my day though, one. It's just so funny though because like, that like you hype up like just the smoothest butter frame rate, and then you have <laughs> glitchy ass fucking Miles Morales, yeah, <laughs> for like, sure, almost for like sure. borderline moving around like the Grudge, like, yeah, yeah. Fucking... It's I true watch... though. And that's what it, it feels very stilting, but like I don't know, I'm I I'm for it just for the cat, like yeah, Spider Cat's uh yeah, that's for, for real. That is like uh, a bodega cat. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm all I'm all for it. Day but... one purchase. Um. Yeah. I. I do think that it is like it's. It's kind of what you got to ask yourself. Like at at this point, like while the Series X doesn't necessarily have a strong launch lineup, it, it has like the ability. Because like, I'll tell you right now, and I haven't gotten the chance to really mess with it, depending on how how many games have gotten that touch up. But put Panzer Dragoon Orta in your Xbox One. It is. Night and day, it is insane mm-hmm. the level of detail and and just the absolute fidelity that that has been fleshed out in this. Like it feels and plays like a whole different game. It just between the fact that it did get upscaled using uh, Xbox One tech, the new frame rate of sixty frames per second. Like it's it's insane. Well, it's always it feels... been sixty frames per second, but still. I mean. I it at 4K like it, it dude the 4K is there I can attest to it I and and anybody that's got Games Pass that doesn't have, have an they, original have disc, they actually uh, up up the the textures yes. or is it original yes. textures because no. like a lo- some of these older games have some insanely good textures you just don't see it because of the lower res right? there are new textures it's in the in the same uh, vein I would say of like the way Super Mario 64. Um, kind of had like new assets replaced for certain um, oh, yeah. like elements, the trees and stuff. Yeah, right. It's like that, but the everything, everything's been redone from the ground up. I I don't know, man. I think I might be getting a Series X. I'm not sure. So I had a Series S pre-ordered, and I decided I think I, I already canceled it, and I'm just gonna wait for an X, just because I felt like. The S was a good idea if you obviously don't care about disk drives and you want to just go digital and you're not really big on the 4K stuff. But something about it, man, I just feel like the S, like something's missing from it. Like I've seen some comparison videos. I've seen some 4K. like... Well, the 4K, uh, yeah, for sure. But like I, I just, I feel like something's going to have to give at that price point if they're saying it's still going to be able to run the, the next gen games. Like something's going to have to give. So I think going with an X would have to be the the option going forward. If you're going to jump into the next gen, which I have to say, you really don't have to. Like, like honestly, like if, if any year would be the year to say don't worry about next gen right now, it's 2020, guys. Like, you don't have to jump into it right now. There, there's not anything that's coming out for these new systems that you can't already play on the current system. I think I, I would go so far as to say that, like, you're probably best off just waiting until 2022. Yeah, like a lot of the launch schedules yeah. too were also delayed. They're pushing like, back. Yeah, Far Cry and uh, Rainbow Six quarantine or not quarantine. God, we're in quarantine. Uh, if, uh, if you've got a, a competent PC, man, just like 
put one well, more component into it and you're good, right? That's the other thing, man. Like I'm sitting here trying to get a 3070 and it's like it's impossible. Like you can't upgrade right now. Like you, you can't even, even You don't even need a 3070. You don't. You don't. You just get like a 2080 so Ti get a, and get a 2080, even a 2060 will do you, right? Like That's true. That's, that's what true. I'm currently looking at right now. I I don't need Cuz the price the price is like plummeted once the new stuff came out, yeah. for sure. Even like a lot of the Coffee Lake uh processors that were like $400 plus are going down like half the price right now. Which it's, I, I got to imagine, like, I don't know how much I can really future-proof my PC when, like, you know. You should just build new at this point. Just start from scratch. I'm almost, but, like. It'll our, be cheaper. Like, yeah. our I, I, hey, if you want some video content, I'd like to see you build a PC from scratch. Oh, fuck yeah. I, I would watch that. I would I'll, I'll guide you through it. it. Sure. I know. That's, that's why, I'm, why I want to watch it. <laughs> So I want to watch it. That. Well, what, I don't know. I was what, so what? Uh, what outlet was it that did that terrible? Uh, build? yeah, wasn't it the Verge? Yeah, yeah. I well, that, I seen a, I saw a lot of videos about that. You, you can't possibly do as bad. Uh, I don't know. So we so can far, we can try. We can try. <laughs> <laughs> well, so far my list, I currently get, have get a like, QDO a series two point five like SATA solid state drive for four terabytes because I'm currently wanting running one and like yeah. I'm like hinder like I'm been edging. Like, I would say it, just get get like an M dot two SATA drive. I would get a B four fifty motherboard. Uh, probably I don't know, like. Well, I was looking, like, honestly, I'm looking at a 2080, because here's the thing, like, yeah, my computer's so old that it's, like, it's using the AMD Crossfire infrastructure, and that, like, that's already gone. Like, there isn't mm-hmm. a single new graphics card that even uses them, like, so I have two graphics cards that, like, aren't even outputting, like, the work of one <laughs> that, yeah. like, it's fucking... <laughs> the current. Yeah, yeah. it's just, like, I, I, this is why I hate investing in PCs, like, it's, it's just... It's true, like, they're if, obsolete. If you do it really, like, you've you had this computer, though, for a long-ass time, though, have you not? Like, I'm pretty sure it's at least, like, eight years old. It is, yeah, yeah actually, I, you're correct. I, I built mine in 2012. My God, so, it I'm, is time. I'm, yeah. It is time, yeah. Invest you, invest for the future though. Like you want to, you can get an a, an easy ten ten years out of a PC if you do it just right, mm-hmm. and you don't even have to. Spend but I don't want to get dollar. rid of this one. I I almost want to like you want to have to duct tape it to a new one. Just just turn it combine the power. I would just say turn it Nintendo there like turn it turn it into like a server, and just have it be a server for like just you know whatever like like put all your content on there put all your, like your like, like video backups I don't know about stuff. you guys but like the fact that this thing still runs firewire which I fuck you firewire is one of the like could, finest mediums for audio I guess capture. you could use it for a capture device maybe still Well yeah that's I've I I can max out the the ram to 32 possibly because mm-hmm. it's running 16 gig RAM, and that's the thing. Like video encoding, as uh, Sarah will attest, has been a bitch with like, this thing. I, I mean, I'll throw this out there: you can you can have like a bitch in home uh, slash office workstation, right? But like when we're on the go, the muscle in your p in your laptop is probably going to be sufficient to be able to do live stuff on the go. Yeah, I I have yet to really. Throw some specky on my laptop. Too. Yeah, I don't you, know. you you throw that extra RAM in there, and you're still pretty good for for doing stuff on the go, right? And, and honestly, yeah. if the motherboard supports it, you could always look into upgrading your processor. You well, know, I, I believe I mean, even then, like the max most motherboards will go is 32 gigs. Yeah. Well, for no. memory, I'm talking about like the chipset for the processor, because a lot of it's going to depend on your processor. 
if you're using like a God, now you guys are making me like I guess I really am gonna have to go new. I well, I mean, not necessarily. I think if you're if you're if the motherboard supports a chipset that's kind of recent or at least can support something that's kind of recent, you could get a decent processor. Yeah. Throw a throw a twenty sixty or something in there. You could you could I'll probably get a twenty eighty. Well, that's fine if your motherboard supports it. Yeah, you could you could probably I get it a. Should. But at that point, it's like spend the hundred and I don't know hundred and fifty bucks for a newer motherboard. Call it a day. But the know. thing is, is that you're running a laptop. Like the uh, laptop oh, is that what we're talking is... about? I thought yeah, a tower. No, I'm I'm talking about my desktop, dude. Oh, oh. okay, so you do have yeah. A, I thought you were running off that Alienware. That well, I say the Alienware is what know, he has I, for yeah. yeah. There, both of them are Alienwares. Yeah. Oh, your your tower is an Alienware too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Remember, I did. Yeah. No, I got both. Yeah, dude, that thing. I don't know. That's gonna be a whole show within itself. Um, <laughs> we'll 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 talk about. But like, yeah, no, how, my desktop how, is chugging. I, I really want a video yeah. series about you building a PC called How Georgie Guys Groove Back. Yeah. <laughs> and it's you just building, like, a new gaming PC. God, dude. I'm going to – we'll definitely get Jonathan on board. But We have to We have to work threads in there somehow. Oh, fuck. Yeah. He, uh, he, Ed, he, uh, he put me onto a 4K TV. It's an Android TV for 200 oh, bucks right now. Really? you see that? Yeah, yeah. So nice. I'm thinking about grabbing that because I need a 4K for the new system. Just so be careful what black levels you go with because I, I, I made that mistake. I'm like okay, that LG TV piece uh-huh. of shit. I'm so yeah. happy I got rid of it. But Vizio has been one of the vet, like for I, a number I, of different things. I can't argue for 200 bucks. I mean, I'll I'll, I'll take a, a dip in quality if it's 200 bucks. Like at this point, yeah. You know. I don't. The one thing I have to. It, it's weird when I feed the Frame Meister into it that mm-hmm. like the color output on it is far like because when I throw it into the capture because I'm using matrices so I can see all of it ongoing. The the color accuracy is on point in the capture but on the tv like blues are not displaying correctly uh mm. like not entirely like they're very off so i don't know if that's something that might be relation to the fact that like i'm running it through an hdr matrix so is that if that's what the color is going to output within the hdr uh field mm-hmm. then i don't know but well, I mean, like, if you're trying to pipe something that's non-HDR through an HDR, you're probably going to get inaccuracies. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah, like which... if you can't just throw HDR, HDR onto anything, it's going to cause issues with the... Uh, right, but even then, the like, the, the system's supposed to automatically... The matrix automatically discerns, like, what is and what isn't and upscales accordingly. Like, anything, like, old, old, I just do 1080. Um, and then from that point just kind of deal with that um but ed uh talk to me like you don't have an xbox one do you no no i never did get an xbox one so that'd be interesting so if you go with series x or s you have that you can tap into that library that you may have missed out on and then also get the current stuff yeah i mean mean, like i've got uh, the the idea like if i was to get an, an xbox series x I would have access to a wealth of Xbox 360 and Xbox One titles. Mm-hmm. I think, Ga- and Game Pass would probably be a good option. I think too. Going oh, Game forward. Pass would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, I but I, I don't know. I, I genuinely don't believe that I would have enough time to sort of get into those kind of games. I'm I'm doing sure. so much, so many other things. You know. Like, sure, sure. Dude, I've been planning to get back into Final Fantasy 14 just because mm-hmm. of like what they're doing, and then. Mm-hmm. Fantasy Star Online 2 is finally playable. It's easily accessible, and, like, I need to get a keyboard. 
and I've put it off for two months, and I've just I feel so stupid because I'm like I waited to do this for years, and now this game is literally it's installed, it's already, mm-hmm. and like I don't know. Um, but anyway, I, I I'm excited for like what Microsoft has plans for that. I think we'll go ahead and shift focus real quick on um, the PSVR upgrade. <laughs> How do you guys like? What do you guys think of that? Because again, you you made that comment, Ed, uh, about uh, apparently the PSB Go uh, mm-hmm. had some has some. Yeah, they, they uh, had an up, they had like an upgrade slash uh, conversion uh, program in the works, and it was just about to be rolled out before they they canned the whole fucking thing. Um, it would not su- surprise me if there was a catch that they added later in uh, down the line, but I mean. When the chips are down, it's not going to make much a difference for me, anyways, because I'm I'm not good with VR. Uh, yeah, it still messes with my brain just a bit too much. And I don't think they're going to have a lot of support for VR for the PS5. So I think at this point, this is just kind of a yeah, peace like, offering for the people that invested in the PS VR for PS4. One hundred percent. I think the the PlayStation VR is going to be Sony's Connect. I think uh, eventually they're yeah. probably going to. No, it's going to fall to the wayside. I like think VR, so. VR think was so. not quite the revolution that everyone seemed to think it was going to be like five <sighs> years ago. I just think it's limited by what PC can do now, and also standalone VR headsets that don't even require having a console or a PC hooked up to it, like with uh, the newest Oculus, which has its issues with Facebook and stuff like that, but like they are coming out with like VR headsets that don't require, you know, a console or a PC to run. So I think I, I don't see it going much further than the PS4 era of the VR stuff. I think that they kind of had to do this as a make good for that audience because not going forward with it, they're like, well, you can still play it on this new system. But other than that, like we don't have much else for you. Like I don't, I don't, uh, disagree that you know it definitely has its place and it's definitely something sure. that some people want sure but in my eyes most if not all of the games are played through a first person perspective and i don't want to play a first person everything you know i'm trying to say i would argue with that i would argue mm-hmm. that because I, I, okay the playstation vr lineup uh has done not only critically well but insanely well commercially even then, the pack-in game right now that the PlayStation 5 has got its roots as a VR exclusive and is considered to be one of the best VR games around, as but, is Moss. But isn't that telling that it's coming out now for the PS5 and it's not VR anymore? A little bit. I mean, Sackboy's got like a weird 3D platformer, but that doesn't necessarily... But it's, not even, but it's not even made by a media molecule at that point, so is it really even like a Sackboy game? Yeah. And I mean... You gotta say you gotta look at it too, like the percentage of VR games on PlayStation Four versus the amount of non-VR games. I mean, it's like one percent. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I'd go that low. It, I will it, say it's, I, I, it's I, definitely I, single per, single digit percentage though. Some games have uh, you know incorporated VR, like Squadrons has VR support, I believe. Yeah, like Ace Ace Combat cool. Seven had VR support too, mm-hmm. but like 
only a very small fraction of that game supported the VR platform. It was basically just a, oh yeah, here's a neat thing that you can do, but we're not going to do the entire game like this because reasons. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think the VR community is a little like it's a it's a little bit more dense than you're giving credit for. I don't know. Oh yeah, I, I don't I don't disagree with that. I'm not trying to say that it's non-existent, but the fact of the matter is is that it's very easily eclipsed by the non-VR portion of it. I I just don't I, see Sony going forward with it being a part of their strategy for the next generation. I I, I don't. I just don't see it as part of their I, equation right now would disagree but from a, a assortment of reasons one of them that immediately comes to mind especially if they want to like stay competitive with microsoft is without realizing it the vr line and just the vr hardware within itself had lent a great deal more of accessibility to those who uh, suffer from visual impairments like whether i know you're like ed i know you're saying like hey visual impairments are what keep me from enjoying it but you'd be surprised where a lot of people are insanely like farsighted um, to where like they've been able to make benefits to safely play a lot of games. Cause like you don't have to necessarily use the headset um, where uh, you're just playing VR centric games. You can just use the headset to play, play anything, play anything. And that, and that's fine. I, I, I yeah. appreciate that from an adaptive standpoint, you know, I mean, like you said, Microsoft does the same thing with their adaptive controller things of that nature, but mm-hmm. I think that other than that, that's all they can really offer to compete with Xbox because even Xbox is out of the VR game because they were supposed to make this huge thing about HoloLens, and then they kind of said, well, that's not really for, you know, the consumer market. That's more for, like, yeah. I like, think like even more, more, more tech-centric. HoloLens, HoloLens, I think, is somewhere along the lines of, like, $5,000. It's, yeah, it's, like, not, it's not consumer-grade at all. No. So, I, I, I appreciate what VR does, and I, 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 I do bicycles think... Bicycles are apparently consumer-grade, but, again... <laughs> <laughs> VR, is, yeah. Yeah, VR and, and uh, biking is, is too expensive for the general uh, general consumer. But, you know, I, I think that there's a place for it, and I'm glad that it lasted longer than 3D did. Because being a owner of a 3D television, I can tell you that not all technology is something you should invest in. Uh, I think there is still a place for VR. I just don't see it being a part of the strategies for the new systems going forward. And I think this has to be something they do as a make good. Otherwise, they're going to alienate the people that did invest in it going Mark my forward. words. Mark my words. I, I hope so, man. I, 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 I eminently disagree. I would like to talk to you about this in 2021 when we have a Game of the Year wrap-up. And I'll, I'll see if uh, VR games in the Game of the Year discussion. There are, dude, like, I don't I don't even know, like, what the Tetris Effect port for Series X can really do to... I mean, it, it really is, like, that jaw-dropping. But even then, Squadrons... Uh, sure. Squadrons, while it hasn't really commanded a lot of the mind share, has been a very popular, uh, well received though. VR well received, yeah. yeah, very well received. There's Absolutely. a lot of like I'm telling you, it's it's not the most outspoken, but it's certainly a community and a uh, I would say at this point a viable demographic. I think it's great when it's done right. I mean, like I, I mentioned Beat Saber, like jokingly, but I've seen a huge community around that game. Oh, yeah. uh, I think Super Hot is one of the coolest things to come out in the last decade. Like it's simplistic, but it's also like it just fucking works. Like in the, in that space, it just works, and that's that's awesome when it does. Like when when all the pieces fit together and it just works the way it's supposed to, it's outstanding. Like you just cannot explain the technology and and the depth of what you're experiencing when it re- just works. Yeah. But 
but like I said, like, you know, same with what Ed said, like it's, it's, it's some people, it benefits them. Some people, it's going to be a hindrance. Like they just can't do it. You well, know, it's, it's I, not, it's I, not for the mass I market at this point. I, I find it weird that this is kind of being, this is being done when you'd imagine there'd be a, a newer, uh, generation of hardware that that would just backwards be backwards compatible with older software but i don't mm-hmm. know the fact that there's something there i mean it's good for, yeah for very well but at the same time it kind of worries me in the same space that like they have to worry about backwards compatibility to a certain extent i wonder if it's just like oh ps4 generation software will work on this it's in the same vein that like Connect software isn't uh, backwards compatible. Well, I that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, at least Sony's doing this and saying, "Hey, like bring this over to the five, and you're good." I don't see that make good for Xbox with the Connect. Also, so, got to take into consideration as well that, that the uh, PSVR uses PlayStation Three technology in it as well. With the uh, motion controllers, yeah, the wands, yeah. Ooh, interesting. Because I mean, the, the how how's is... that? How uh, will the move work with the PS Five then? Yeah, I, I, the move okay. is advanced, dude. I'm all right. Because here's the thing. Because here's the thing. Because I know that there are limitations on fight sticks working with the PS5 going forward. Mm-hmm. But Xbox said everything going from you know 360x and up, like it'll just work. There's a very viable third party uh, by the name of Brooks that like, yes. develops. Yeah, like dude, good I, adapters, I would just good, very, 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 very like, good adapters. They have made it their mission to like get your controller fucking working on something wirelessly. Sure. Like I agreed. I've been kind of like waiting for 8-bit Doe to give me something for Neo Geo and whatnot. I'm like, fuck it. At this point, I'm gonna wait on Brooks. Brooks will have me covered at some point. Um, but yeah, uh, you know what? I kind of wanted to talk about Cyberpunk, but I feel like that's gonna command a lot. <laughs> it, it's gonna get delayed record. again between now and our next recording. <laughs> so you're good. We got time. <laughs> yeah, I, but I coming feel like 2022. That shit ain't coming gonna... out this year. That shit is not coming out this year. Are you are you calling it? I'm calling it. I'm calling it right now. I say it's end of January. I thought uh, Mark uh, my it words. Was confirmed that it was 2021 at this point. December. No. Right December. now, oh, right, right okay. now, right now, it got Less pushed back. 20 days. Yeah, it got pushed back 21 days to December. But I'm calling it right now. It's it's end of January 2021. I mean, 21 days from its... Oh, yeah, 21 days from its date. Sorry, because we haven't even... Yeah. I, I was thinking that we already arrived past its original date. We haven't. Yeah, so 21 no. days. Yeah. Which, very strange, but the way I reasoned it, and I and I shared this on Twitter, I'm like, again, if you kind of want your title to command the same amount of, like, mindshare and, and water cooler um, discussion that it has... I it's not coming out for next gen at the moment, so next th- gen is current. I was gonna say it's ready for next gen. I think their problem is they can't get it working for current gen. Oh, really? I think that's the issue. I think they're they're good on the current gen stuff because it's kind of I I believe it's optimized for that. I don't think that they got it to work on the current gen stuff. Hmm. I think that's what the issue is. I don't know. It's it's we're we hear a lot of different things. We heard that it's gone gold already, and like yes. yeah, like it's <laughs> at this point, and like and it's getting more difficult between that and the way CD Projekt Red has kind of conducted a lot of the content and portrayal of content in said game. So yeah, it's I dude like we're gonna talk about it because we owe it to ourselves to really discuss it. But I'll I'll I don't know. We'll we'll I there's plenty of time to talk about it. 
sure. on a future episode that a, a very all too uh, future episode like it might be very soon sooner than you think so i think mm-hmm. uh, are you guys good to jump into what's in your console sure indeed <laughs> Fight it out, because I got fucking, I got a lot to talk about. I, I mean, my, I, I my, saw our lists. Yeah, mine's super easy. Uh, everyone should play Hades. I, 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 I'm not, I'm not reinventing the wheel by coming out with this proclamation. Like everyone should play Hades. It's been early development through the Epic Game Store for almost what two years at this point. At least over a year. I mean, it's been it's been in early access it's for so a while weird too, because I love I love everything that Supergiant Games has done. Like. I, I mm-hmm. love Transistor. I love Bastion. I but love I feel Bastion like this as well. One just came out of nowhere. It's so I think that once you get into it, the game does such a good job of making. Okay, so it's a roguelike, which is not something that they've done before. The isometric view, the the combat is very similar to a Transistor or a Bastion. So the the core mechanics are there from their previous titles. I never played Pyre, so I can't speak to that one, although that's the only Supergiant game that I have not played. And if they come out with it on the Switch, I am fucking there. Like, I will buy that shit day one just so I have a collection on Switch. Um, uh, But so it has the mechanics that you kind of know and expect from a Supergiant game. Uh, Amazing soundtrack, obviously. Uh, Darren Korb, I believe, is the composer. Uh, outstanding music, uh, as any of their games have been. But it doesn't make you feel bad about dying. Like, a lot of roguelikes, in defeat, you feel defeated. This game, it's like it's a passing thought, because you know that you get to go back to upgrading your weapons, acquiring new weapons, um, coming up with new upgrades, coming up with new strategies, new mechanics that you can kind of incorporate into your run. And that's kind of like the that's the whole benefit of the game is trying to come out with what build, what setup is going to get you through your first run uh, of getting through, you know, going through the underworld, coming up into the, uh, um, the, the land of the living, so to speak. Cause the whole concept of Hades is you are Prince of the underworld. You are Hades son, and you are trying to get through the underworld to go up to the, uh, basically like to like the world of the gods like where Zeus, Poseidon all the gods are. So you're trying to get to that that echelon and you fight through these different levels to get there and man it's just something about it like it's not, it is punishing it is frustrating when you're playing it but you always learn something, you always feel like you came out of it with something like it doesn't feel like it's like, it, yeah, it's a, a it's sense a of growth in it. Regardless. It is it is a sense of growth, a sense of oh okay, I see what I did there. I'm gonna try to remember that next time. Like you're always gaining something every playthrough. Like so, it never feels like it's a hollow defeat. Like you're you're always victorious in some respect, and it just has that. I don't know, man. It's like that that, that constant like that drip, that little drip of like oh okay, I'll, I'll get this next time, or I'm gonna get further this next time around, or 
hey, I got enough of this currency to unlock this weapon. Like, there's always something there. And the cool thing about the game is the game itself will remember how far you've progressed. It's remembered, like, you know, who you've encountered, who you've spoke to, you know, in, in, in the storyline of the game, like, which god you got favor from at that time. Mm-hmm. So it it really does give you something each time you play through, so it doesn't feel like you're getting defeated for nothing. It doesn't feel like it's a hollow, you know, like like you didn't accomplish anything. Like, you're always accomplishing something. Um, and even the, I know the game, if you play it enough and you get frustrated enough, there is a mechanic, like a, like a setting that will allow you to kind of make it a little bit easier if you want it to. Okay. So, yeah. so you, even that's kind of accessible. If you wanted to get just through the game or you want to get through and see everything, it's accessible enough to where you could actually have that as a setting. Um, but you don't have to, uh, I don't know. And it's perfect on the switch, man. Like I just pick that shit up, play it for about 30 minutes. Feel like I accomplished something and I put it down. Like it's, okay, it's perfect. Can you explain to me why everybody's so horny for everyone in this game? These man, these gods <laughs> and these demigods, everyone's just thirst traps. They are, <laughs> they are some, some sexy, like I, man, it's like a fucking, like a, what's the word? Like a just bordello of forbidden. a bordello, a yeah, like a, a bacchanal. Just, <laughs> I mean, it it, it it is a miasma of just skin and sex, and is a miasma of skin. I swear to God, that's a Showtime. That's already a showtime. It, it, it might be. It might be. Yeah, it might be some some late night television programming. A decent band name, at least, right? I hope so. I hope a someone takes that miasma of skin. Like, gotta get gotta get the heavy metal font on that. Oh yeah. Uh, um, yes, yes, very like uh cannibal corpsey kind of looking. Yeah. <laughs> uh but no, that, that game's great, man. I I think for for anyone that has a Switch, you know, I can't speak to how it plays on PC, um but on the Switch, I think it's a perfect fit. I man, I you know what's funny too is I totally missed the the ball on Pyre too. And... Yeah, yeah, I I I it came and went and I was like I should try that out and just never got around to it. I I really do want to grab it, but like, I'm kind of like I'm at the uh, I'm at the tail end of this little project here. I'm I'm mm-hmm. nearing nearing the bend, so like that's kind of commanded. I would say yeah, no attention, no new games for a minute till you get that sorted. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean I've got a few for review and whatnot, but well, like, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll I mean Yakuza's coming out, so you at least have to grab that. I'm sure. Yeah, that's. And like I can't talk about it, but like oh dude, um excited like I, there's there's still so still so, so, so much fucking mileage in this god like I don't know. I will say this. And and while there are some variations, if you were to say that like Grand Theft Auto took place in Liberty City like at least eight different times, I do not think Rockstar could do it. Like. Plain I, simple. I see what you're saying. It's like to have the same Yakuza experience but in this just world. Just to visit Kamurocho, see how it changes and develops, or just see it through mm-hmm. a different lens and mm-hmm. still make it so fascinating, so mm-hmm. familiar, but like so, like it's so fun. It's still so amazing. It's, so I, like it's, I, I, I've not played Judgment. Does Judgment happen in the same? Yeah, Judgment's in Kamurocho. Okay, I, I figured. I figured. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's it's bizarre, but like it 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 works. And like, I, I really could not um, uh, tell you guys just like 
how insane the um the turn-based combat like i i really want to talk about it but mm -hmm. i will say that like a dragon has a um healthy future but like i don't know i'm kind of worried at the same time because out of all of the yakuza releases um it has gotten the strongest marketing push from sega sure sure I mean, I think that's because of its Series X launch, too. Which is interesting that, like, Microsoft is pushing that game as big as it is being a Sega release. Cause I thought Sega and Sony kind of had a relationship at this point. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought that was kind of, like, the dynamic that was there. Um, but, no, I'm excited. I mean, I, that's great. I think that, you know, obviously Microsoft wants to get into a Japanese market. And what better game to get into the Japanese market than fucking Yakuza? Yeah, I don't know. There is also some rumors that um, we might get the Yakuza Ishin games, which I never thought we would. But hey, if there's a way that they can release them by and, this point, and, and what what are those? The Yakuza Ishin games are the, the feudal Edo, stuff. Yeah, the Edo uh, era. Like, uh, because basically, interesting. Uh, Nagamo is was always like this shit is too Japanese. Like this is this is literally like fan service for, for my country. For for like yeah, absolutely. But man, like I've already got most of the stuff on PS4. So that's yeah. the thing I am going to have to just have the collection ultimately on the PS4 now. Like that's just kind of where I'm at. Which I'm still a little like and and we'll talk about that cuz that's something I've been gradually reviewing and doing a giant piece on. Yeah. Um just because out of all of them that that could have used a little bit more fine tuning, it was Yakuza Three, and Yakuza Three just really didn't make the jump as well as I thought it should have. And this is the one that's in the collection. Yeah, I mean three, four, and five yeah, are essentially yeah. the collection. But like, it's I don't know. I I know it's greedy, but mm -hmm. like you when you have zero, Kiwami, Kiwami two, and then six. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of have like this weird slump where, like, I, I granted, I understand that like Kiwami and uh, essentially all of them are are all like built off of the engine of three. Sure, sure. Th it it's still like a vastly like in comparison, like even then going back, like it's almost like. And you know, I was talking to a, a few others uh, online about this, where some people like can actually go back and revisit the PlayStation Two entries. Mm. I don't think I can, because they're it, it's a little like it, if anybody doesn't recall, remember, or maybe they mm. haven't been experienced with like the PlayStation Two entries, uh, very much had like an Onimusha vibe to them, okay, or, like a very fixed camera angle, like. All of them, all of the, like imagine navigating a giant open world through fixed uh, isometric camera angles, a la Resident Evil. Which I mean, people go and revisit Resident Evil, people revisit Anamusha, but it wasn't, it it didn't have like the the most tangible sense of uh, like one of the biggest defining characteristics of Yakuza to this day is Kamurocho, is the world and. Mm -hmm. The, what they've done and fleshed it out into this fully realized three-dimensional space. So it's really, really hard to go back to the PS2 games, like unless you're just fucking diehard about it. Sure. I don't know. There, yeah. there is so much they can go back to the well. There are those fucking PSP games that they can even flesh out that were also had like an alternative protagonist. Like it's a, it's a rich goddamn. World I didn't know they had Yakuza games on the PSP. Shit. Hmm. Yeah, it's and it's a high school student. 
uh, who's working like in yeah, but not but, but not in the U.S. It didn't release here, did no. it? Okay, I figured, I figured, I'd not heard of it. So yeah, interesting. It, no, there, dude, there are so many like I fucking Kiwami. Did you know that Kiwami came out on the Wii U? Here? No, but in oh, Japan. I was gonna say, okay, that's, yeah, uh, no, that's that's news to me. Yeah, and like they're like I really want to check out that version just because of all like the gamepad integration. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Wii is unfortunately super region locked, so I'm gonna until yeah, like is. they get around that. Um, but anyway, aside from Hades, what else? <sighs> That's about it, man. I mean, I I did jokingly say in our uh, discussion earlier that I've been playing Nicktoons Kart Racer too, but that is for my six year old daughter. Are you not uh, enjoying it? It's okay. Um, I've actually played a bunch of the Mario Kart on mobile for some I, reason. I don't, I don't know why I got into it, but like I just kind of got sucked into you, it randomly. Yeah, and, so can, can you talk to me about it a little bit? Because I really wanted to get into it, but like it, I don't know. It has it's, such a freemium feel to it. It does, but I think that you earn enough just through repetitive play where you don't have to buy their whatever subscription it is. Like It's like $5 a month for their like gold pass. Out of all the Nintendo mobile apps, too, I feel like it's the one that updates the most. I will, I will say there's a lot of content in it. There's a lot of events. You kind of feel like you're getting something for playing it. Um, it runs decently on, I would assume, most devices. I'm running it on a Pixel 3a, and it runs just fine. Yeah, it, it runs great. I have an 11 Pro Max, and World Tour runs great. But yeah. it's just, I don't know. I, I. It, it's just it's not grabbing me like the way uh there 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 isn't depth to it at all like you play it and you just do the races and you'll probably place first in whatever like cc you place in like there's not a lot of depth to it but it's just a fun game to play um you know and i think out of all the nintendo games like with run and fire emblem and animal crossing i'd say it's the most like like I, I prefer run. I can I still find myself going back to run. See that's the thing. That's me with Mario Kart. Like I, I feel like I'm just randomly playing it here and there, but I can't go back to run. Uh I couldn't get into Fire Emblem at all. Uh no. and, and I never touched Animal Crossing. So for me, like this is the only one I kinda get into. But that's I, I went back to Animal Crossing for a hot minute with New Horizons, but that's so that I can get just to stuff. get content into the Switch version, sure. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean yeah, Mario Kart or you know, Mario Kart on the phone's been okay. Uh Nicktoons it's it's decent for what it is. Like my my daughter loves it, you know. So that's all I care about. Dude, like, get, do you, do all four turtles make it into the cut? I think you unlock them, yes. Okay. But we've not gotten that far. <laughs> she prefers to play as Sandy or as Jojo Siwa. So <laughs> who is jo- no, which? See, jo- Jojo is this uh girl who is a celebrity on Nick uh, Nickelodeon television shows, kind of like a Miley Cyrus kind of a deal. Wait, so. Okay. The Wait. Name hold of up. The... Hold on. Yeah. I know. I know this chick. Uh... She has like has like the like the like the like the hair bows. Like yeah, the big things like hair bows. Hair bow. Yeah. 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 Yes. Exactly. Yeah. This is it, so... it's a it's a big deal on like Nickelodeon uh products right now. So yeah. if I may, sure. This is a real person. It is. Yes. It is. Yeah, yeah. So, but the name of the game is, is... Nick Tunes. Let me make sure. Let me make sure. <laughs> All right, just so for everyone at okay, home, it's not, it's uh, not, Andrew it's, got it's, up. It, it's not Nicktoons; it's Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. Right. It, is, it is Nickelodeon Kart Racers Two Grand Prix. Uh, thirty playable racers and seventy crew members to choose from. Okay. Like if you like the Loud House, 
Hey there Arnold's. A, hey Arnold's a, in the mix. There was a point that uh, that I could have sworn there was a Nicktoons car racer. That's why I'm just like, wait, wait, wait. That's really? what I thought it was, and I thought that's what the yeah. first one was. Maybe they changed it from Nicktoons to Nickelodeon so they can get this this chick in there, <laughs> like the, this this she, this, she this had, female. Uh, she had actually like shilled credit cards, I think, on like a Nick, Nickelodeon like children's show or event oh, or something. Yeah. Of course she did. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Do we have Crazy. to cancel? Are we canceling JoJo Siwa now? No, my, we're not. It's, God, my daughter's gonna be so well pissed. We regret to inform stuff, you that yeah. she's Damn had some it. troublesome tweets back in 2012. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, dude. But like, yeah. is it any? Is, is it any fun, or is it just? It's all right for your little girl. She enjoys it, and I don't mind playing it when she needs help on some of the more difficult races. It's the same. We played SpongeBob Rehydrated. She played through pretty much the whole game, right. but I'd, I'd help her with the boss battles. <laughs> I all right, I'll stop you right now. Fair. I'm I'm all about like, and I and I'm kind of bummed that I haven't gotten the chance, but I'm all about getting the opportunity to sit down and play Rehydrated again. Because let me tell you, I played through suddenly that. Suddenly get like, because that is still to this day one of my favorite licenses in cartoons, which is why I am fucking visibly more angry that like Nickelodeon is shitting on Steven Hillenberg's wishes. Um. With a lot of things doing I, SpongeBob, I, I understand that. And as a father of a daughter who watches SpongeBob pretty religiously right now, I can understand like them going back to the well and doing something against his better judgment and his wishes is pretty shitty. It's a pretty yeah. bad cash grab. So but, I understand that. I mean, dude, no, like my like this is this is GrungeBob George for anybody listening. Like mm-hmm. uh, I, he has a special place <laughs> in my heart. I'll tell you right now. Um, Using that license and basically giving me what was essentially Banjo Kazooie for the PlayStation Two, I, dude, and it's weird. That game has a weird legacy, especially in the speedrunning community. Like, so, like, I was surprised because she actually did all the races. I don't know if you remember the races where you did yeah. like the, like she she did all of them, and I I couldn't even do some of those in game within the time. I was fucking amazed like i i could not believe I it check it out i i honestly i i thought that like um from from what uh i was told and like when i asked about it or what i read apparently like rehydrated is a little too smoothed over like it's too polished um as opposed to the original ps2 game the way it played like the physics it's in the same vein in which um when toys for bob original before like pre-patch for the crash trilogy mm-hmm. uh there was like certain like nuances that fell off about crash's jump physics and platforming which and and i'll get to like goddamn did they did they really hit the mark now like i'm i'm all for toys for bob like like doing anything crash related Mm. um but yeah no i've been wanting to check that out but it's just a matter of finding the time and that's all it's been for me gaming wise it's just she plays games now and i'll help her and i I've randomly played stuff here and there on my Switch, so that's that's about it for me now. Uh, I I will hopefully have more to talk about if we do another show before Game of the Year. If not, I'm sure it'll come up in Game of the Year conversations. I'm sure, yeah, I, the plan is to do like another one and then mm. uh, focus on Golden Zonkeys, and kind of mm-hmm. I'm planning trying to plan something special for Golden Zonkeys, like something uh, that I think will be really cool, uh, and, and and also make for good video content, hopefully. Sure. Um, but yeah. Uh, all right, Ed. Who who who, who we who we doing? Cause um, I know I wanna I wanna I wanna talk to you about uh Ginga Force and some other stuff. Cause you were talking yeah, okay. to me about it. So all right, Ed. What what's so, in your console, buddy? So let's let's talk about Ginga Force. We we just covered Ginga Force on the PlayStation Four. 
uh, on the latest episode of Bullet Heaven, episode 282. And uh, basically, this is a, uh, a re-release of an Xbox 360 game that came out in 2013. Came out on Valentine's Day in uh, 2013 for the Xbox 360. Um, this was Cute's follow-up to the rather excellent Eschatos, uh, which we actually covered, I believe, in episode 53 of Bullet Heaven, all the way back in 2012. Maybe even 2011. It was a long-ass time ago. I always yeah. find it so strange. And then I, I need to go back and watch that video because you you've given this game for years high praise. Like I remember oh, I was yeah. there when you bought it. I think you bought you it were, at yeah. PAX, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I think, you told, like, I, think, I think you told me to buy it on Steam one time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> Strike me down, but I, I always want to, but I'm like, this looks like shit. Like the game, the, the the visually, I don't like it visually. It's definitely Naomi esque in terms of its visual panache. Uh, get definitely get it on PC. You can really make it look beautiful with the right graphics settings. Oh, dude, I've I've got a Japanese 360 now that I've got to get all the mileage out of. So no, it's going there. I mean, you know, it's region free, but <laughs> I I bought a Japanese Xbox 360. Eh? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> this has I to mean, happen. Okay. It, it, it is reserved specifically for the 14L5. Like, that is not going, in, like, it is specifically there in that little, which, and I'll discuss. But anyway, okay. go on. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, Ginga Force is, is more or less the follow up to Eskatos. However, uh, rather than being a game that replaces Eskatos and renders it sort of like um, a. Uh, an obsolete entry in MKI's repertoire. Um, it, it it takes a, a new approach to its gameplay to you know differentiate it in uh, in such a way that both it and Eskatos remain uh, remain relevant with each other's uh, pre presence on the same system. So basically, instead of playing through this game in a linear stage-by-stage -stage fashion. Uh, it's a lot like Ben Gaio, where you can select your stage or you progress to new stages and open up stages as you play through. Is and it you like take... Darius? No, no, you play, you play the game stage-by-stage. Stage. So when you play through stage one, at the end of stage one, you get your, uh, your total score tally, you collect your hardware in terms of money, and then you go back to the hub, and then you select the next stage. So every stage is its own self-encapsulated score attack slash objective. Aww, that's yeah. neat. I... It's not bad. Um, there's three different difficulties and 10 stages in total. So ostensibly you're getting 30 stages. Um, it does get quite a bit harder on higher difficulties. So, you know, uh, there's plenty of room to... Uh, there's definitely plenty of room to improve and sort of own your skill to get your S rank in any one given stage. And to facilitate this, you can actually purchase upgrades for your ship and apply them pre-stage. Uh, so, you know, some parts work better in some stages than others. Uh, you can really sort of uh, fine-tune and tweak your ship to... to uh, to best uh, accommodate your style of play. So, like, if you prefer stuff with, uh, I don't know, really long-range linear fire and maybe a defensive secondary attack, 
Well, not, I don't think I've come up, I've, I've encountered a toothpaste laser just yet, <laughs> but there's definitely you. like a javelin style laser that just kind of fires all the way into the, uh, into the distance, which is pretty cool. Um, you know, every weapon has its own weapon uh, power, its own fire rate, um, and each one has different power consumption rates. And that's the thing about this game is that when you fire your weapon, it depletes a gauge. And as your gauge grows lower, your fire will also decrease in power and size. And you have to constantly be collecting energy upgrades to keep that up. So finding the most effective, efficient way to keep your power up while decimating your enemy opposition, it, it requires a bit of a balance, and it's a, a little less um, uh, streamlined than Eskatos, where you just had a, a, a power level that you grew, and that was the end of it. But um, I think that change makes for a little more of an engaging sort of uh, environment because you always have to be kept on your toes. I, you've got you've got me peaked, but uh, apparently it's it's super pricey in the 360. Has the value diminished at all since the re-release? It has. Um, oh, okay. Uh, I believe the prices like for a little while there, I was really concerned that it was going to stay above four four hundred dollars Canadian. Oh my god, fuck that, dude. There was a time where that's where it was sitting, and it was creeping up to around five hundred. And I'm like, God, I I don't know if I'm going to be able to get this game. Um, and then they finally announced it on PlayStation 4. They released it. It was awesome. I played it. I liked it. I wanted to get it. And when I looked, the prices had fallen to anywhere between $200 to $300. So I did find, I did manage to get one for around 210 Canadian. For PlayStation 4? No, for Xbox 360. Oh, so you decided yeah. to grab it for 360. Okay. I did get it for 360, yeah. Um, now, I wasn't going to chance there not being a PlayStation 4 physical. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. I, Plus, I've already got I've already got the first print Eskatos on the Xbox 360 as well. So, which I have it like on my watch list next for like again I had to like I said um, stop and and kind of like take stock and on and stuff that I need to grab. Uh, Ketsui Ketsui Extra is like the next mm. game because like and you know what Ketsui Extra is one that I do believe you should get because there is Ketsui Destiny. On uh, on PlayStation Four, which is the M2 shot triggers joint, mm -hmm. uh, and it adds you know a super easy mode, a, a new arrange mode, but it doesn't have the X mode that was in Katsui Jikoku uh, what Kizuna, Kizuna G, what is it? It goes Kizunte. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> Jinga. I forget the title. It's a big, long thing. But anyways, the extra version that was uh, released on the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360 has the X mode in it, and it's a totally unique mode that isn't found in the Destiny re-release, and it absolutely makes the uh, the Xbox 360 PS3 version essential. I, I prefer X mode over any other mode. Oh, my God. X mode. Yeah. Um, X mode. Yeah. <laughs> X mode. Yeah. Um, he X Games mode. Uh, X Games mode. Um, I I did pick up Gaia Seed. I I'll 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 say, I it's, it's super dope. I really love the soundtrack. It was a little it's excellent. I gotta ask though, in the intro, um, the uh, opening story cinematic, 
Mm-hmm. Are all the visuals intended to be stilty? Because I don't know if I got like a bad. No, they they are a little on the jank side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Just yep. like that's a weird thing. Like some of the like um, Gekio Shooting King just kind of mm. looks like shit in the way it animates, and I don't yep. know if it's meant to look. <laughs> okay, so that's intended. Like the stutteriness, like where everything looks like it's constantly vibrating. Some yeah, some of it is uh, is pretty uh, pretty. Jut- I, yeah, yeah. It, it so I, I around, always yeah. feel like, like it, I don't know if I don't know. It, it's um. Which, by the way, um, Gekio Shooting King, for those that are wondering, is also known uh, in different circles as uh, Shenryu. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's also on the Saturn as well. But Gekio, I think, had some. It is on the modes. Saturn. I should have yeah. grab it on the Saturn and see. Ooh, it like, is pricey how... on the Saturn, my guy. Yeah, like uh, very expensive. I, that's not a concern. Oh, yeah, I guess you're doing things uh, alternatively, right? So <laughs> I am doing things alternatively. I'm fine with that. Wait, wait. Um, yeah. Man, but... I've got it on PS2 it. as well, though. That is a cheap game if you're getting it out of Europe. I, I think I spent 10 bucks on it. Yeah, see, you fuck with pal shit. I don't fuck with pal mm. shit. But here's the catch about PlayStation 2 shmups uh, from pal territories. They often have 60 hertz modes. That's what... Okay, so I was going to ask... Because the only pal shit I do fuck with are Dreamcast pal games, because mm-hmm. all of them have 60 hertz modes. Yeah. Like, that's how um, I was playing Fighting Vipers 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, I've got to play Fighting Vipers 2 that way. Um, I played Gigawing and RGB that way, because it's only an RGB on pal. But not oh, yeah, Gigawing yeah, yeah. 2. Yeah, so, again... Yeah, Paul is just I, these mother. In fact, it's funny you fucking mentioned that. God damn it! I gotta like remember all these sidebars, um, just because I don't know how the fuck. Any of you guys like anybody listening right now in the Pal region? I mean, I don't know. I don't know exactly how any of y'all did what you did and still like video games. Like after fucking <laughs> like growing up the way you did. Like it, I, it boggles the mind. Um, but Sarah, aside from Ginga Force, I'm sorry, Ed, aside from Ginga Force, um, what else you playing? Well, uh, recently Columbus Circle released an add-on for the PC Engine. <laughs> Which... Oh yeah, dude. Okay. Talk to me about this. All right. So it's officially called the Portable Monitor LCD. And it connects to the 30 pin bus on the back of the PC Engine. And gives you a portable screen to play your PC Engine games on the go. Now, here's the catch. Um, the whole thing can be powered by a mobile phone battery, like a, a charge bank, right? Okay. Via USB, uh, micro USB. The whole thing. The system, the screen, it's playable. And you don't need 120 or 100, uh, 100 volt to... Uh, Whatever the conversion yeah, is like when it comes out USB, of the USB B or yeah, C cable. You don't you don't need anything more than a USB cable to power your entire system, which is <laughs> excellent. So that also means that like you could plug this into your TV, for example. Most TVs have a USB port on it, mm-hmm. and it supplies five volts of uh, of power. Yeah, you can hook it up to your TV that way. You got a HDMI laptop. out. Away you go. You're set to go with your. Oh, PC it does engine. have HDMI out. It does have HDMI out, standard it, HDMI too. Yeah. Okay, 
because I was about to say that's a little silly to hook a, a monitor to a TV, but like that makes sense. Um, yeah. How so? Does it output RGB? Uh, like no. Upscale? No. no. I, I believe it's based on composite, but it's still a 480p uh, solution. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here and say that it's going to be like archival grade uh, picture, but you know what? When the chips are down, and I just want to play some PC Engine at a friend's house. How does it um, look good on the native display, like if you're not doing HDMI out? If you're not doing HDMI out, it looks good. Uh, there's a, a switch on the back that... Um, there's a switch on the back that um, lets you change between 16 to 9 and 4 to 3 aspect ratio. Oh, so you can glue the switch in one direction, right? Just glue yeah. it, never touch it. <laughs> I, You know, I think about past George, like the way I'm just like, oh no, 16 by 9 retro games looks great. And then I don't know what <laughs> came over me. when it was, it was like the Boondock Saints epiphany where I just sweated really hard in a fucking jail cell. And I'm just yeah. like... <laughs> Here's the catch with that, though. When you're putting it into 4 to 3, uh, there are going to be uh, like bands on and... the screen. Like almost, it looks like jail bars. It could be jail bars. But uh, in 16 mm. to 9, they're not as prevalent. Here's the catch with that. Uh, some of the games that I play, such as 1943 Kai, have a vertical mode uh, available with them. And uh, that basically squishes the picture so that it's more of like an arcade aspect ratio on a regular screen. But what that does is that it makes the screen normal sized on a 16 to 9 display. So, (laughs) yeah. That's hilarious. Um, It's an interesting workaround. (laughs) I always found it strange that those, uh, those modes were included, but not a Tate mode. I don't know. It, you you well, didn't really. You, you got to think too, like the 16-bit era. There wasn't really a lot, uh, a lot of horsepower to work with, right? Yeah, there's one. It's funny because, like, when I did the research to kind of get that thing put together, um, uh, I guess there's one Super Famicom game, and I think it's Space Invaders, that mm. does Tate. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's it. That it's the one singular, and then it's not until you get into the the 32 bit genera- uh, generation where like that started becoming uh, a regular option. Um, you know, you bring weird. that up. Did you know that uh, the Game Boy version of Space Invaders, when in a Super Game Boy, has yeah, it's the Super Nintendo in- version right unique in it? Unique Super Nintendo. There's oh, a Super cool. Nintendo ROM on. Dude, there's like I said, it, it's it, cool. It's fucking. Oh, it's it weird. It's cool and it's weird. Like I'm still tripping on the Pac-Man Championship remake. I'm tripping mm. that like. Somebody data mine that, and I can just play it on a flash card. Like, you know what? Easy peasy. Uh, that that was an M2 thing that they did, and M2 is now getting very well known for creating uh, true to scale uh, software uh, for these collections that they're doing. So the Namcot they, collection, right? They did like, uh, and I remember like there was a point of discussion that I found really neat. And one of the the Sega Ages releases for Fantasy Zone. Mm-hmm. They did their own, like, what they imagined a true Fantasy Zone sequel would be on Naomi Hardware, I yeah. believe. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. Yeah, which I, I fucking find amazing, like, the fact that there'd be something unique like that, that you can, like, they, dude, they're artisans. They really put, like, I cannot hype them enough. So yeah, the uh, the Championship Edition D-Make that you were talking about, that that's a, a real... Uh, Famicom game that they yeah. put into the collection. Yeah, uh, they they I... programmed it with the Famicom 100% in mind, which yeah, brings they, me which... to uh, there is um, a collection coming out on PlayStation 4 and Switch for Alesta, 
And it's going to have four of the Sega Alesta games. You're going to have Alesta uh, SMS as well as Power Strike 2. And then GG Alesta and GG Alesta 2. But they're also making an all-new GG Alesta 3. And that itself can also be played, that, that ROM, that, that software can be played on an actual Game Gear. They had a oh, they already Oh, da- somebody already data mined it? I did, it's so funny, I didn't see, I, I feel like no, no, people should be talking about it. No, no, they didn't data mine it. They, they demonstrated a cartridge that they custom made for it. Oh, that, see, they were already ahead of the curve. They already knew. Yeah, they knew exactly. they were fucking <laughs> yeah. catering to. Um, man, so I cannot wait to play that myself when I get the chance. Fucking... Oh, yeah. And that, you're going to hate me for it. I got the one with the little Game Gear Micro. It's got all the hey, Alesta dude, games I'll, on I'll it. I'll get one. I'll get one, but it's so yeah. impractical. Like, I it just is. Hate, it, I hate how fucking small it is. Like, I... Man, I still have to do my video feature on it. I've got two of them waiting in the wings. One to play, one to display. You need a tiny camera to film it. <laughs> or a camera with an excellent macro lens. Ooh. Cough, cough. Yo. Mm, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> um, but aside but from yeah. that, Ed, anything else? Uh, well, yeah, there's some Nintendo Switch stuff that I really want to touch on here because we were sent, yeah. uh, you know, a good amount of uh, software from uh, our partners over in Europe uh, and, uh, and Asia, for that matter. Uh, Freedom Finger from Super Rare Games um, is quite the game <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, we've got a video feature for random play that's going to be hitting the site really soon it's kind of a litmus test too because of the music that's being used in it uh, it'll it'll tell me whether or not I'll be able to do a review without having to worry about uh, fucking with copyright but um, Freedom Finger is a very brash very crude, very vulgar very uh, adult swim but very ultimately fun uh, side-scrolling shooter with shades of Einhander that features big-name voice actors like John DiMaggio. Uh, it's it's pretty funny. It is. Hmm. Um, it, it's it, it's a it also like takes serious digs at the state of uh, political and military the the political and military climate of the United States. Damn. Uh, with relation Low to you know fruit. various nations such as China and Russia. So, Lower hanging fruit. Uh yeah, it's very topical. <laughs> Damn. Uh, super rare. I don't know, man. Like, they're a weird boutique. Cause like, I I was kind of scoping like Snake Pass because I know they did a physical copy for Snake Pass. Like, mm-hmm. they're they're not as uh. I mean, they're they're I I like the the production quality is like comparable to that of Limited Run, but mm-hmm. it's weird that they don't have the reach or the um production capabilities like they are i don't know maybe i don't know if it's a gimmick or if they in fact like well they are a lot smaller for one um they give off the impression that they're not which is i would imagine is a good thing they also do other things uh differently uh like you know how recently well fairly recently i guess for a little while now limited run has been uh sort of throwing out these uh trading cards cards, right give zero shits about them they're like they hang out here super rare uh similarly does trading cards however they send a pack of trading cards so you'll you'll get like three uh uh, an assortment of three random cards are steam trading cards still like any like thing i I think they still show up randomly as i I sell them a lot yeah i guess i probably should start doing that i should start doing that too fuck yeah yeah I got some that are worth like dollars. It's crazy. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> there are dozens of us. Yes. Um, Tens of ones of us. 
but anyway, towards CS:GO. So yeah, um, it's uh, it's a, it's a good game. We're definitely going to be checking it out on Bullet Heaven relatively soon. Um, from France, uh, Pixelheart.eu sent over a couple of games: Super Trench Attack and Guns of Mercy. Super Trench Attack. We've already got a feature up on the uh, YouTube channel for, and it's. It's kind of like a real-time strategy slash stealth game. Uh, very point-and-clicky. It works a lot better on PC than it does on the Switch, but it's mm-hmm. still pretty fun to play on the Switch. It has, once again, sort of a crude sense of humor. Uh, and the art is very... It's, it's equally as crude, right? Um, but once again, like it's a fun game to play. It's, it's definitely a, a nice change of pace. Um, with regards to uh, to the type of gameplay that it has, and uh, uh, I'm I'm sure to go back to it for, for uh, until I can well you know to see the rest of it right. So it's mm. it's a fun game. Um, it has like say so you uh, basically move your character around directly, but you've got a reticle that you can move around the screen in order to shoot or interact with various things. Uh, and every now and again, there's like a gallery shooting uh, phase where you have to put your reticle on a target that will appear uh, before they shoot you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the sound effects uh, are, are pretty funny. There's all kinds of little uh, little touches. You know, you, uh, you'll be going through a battlefield and someone will be hanging by their underwear from a flagpole. That, that sort of a thing, right? Okay. Uh, uh, there's a lot of monkeys that attack you. Uh, they are a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's it's a good game. Like, uh, definitely outside of the purview of anything that we typically take a look at, but still a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guns of Mercy, though, that's another. Uh, that's a game that's uh, much more in line with what we take a look at. It's kind of a, it's a fixed shooter where... Um, you know, basically it's like, uh, I don't know, Galaga or like Space Invaders where you run along the bottom of the screen. But the uh, the shots are automatic. I believe it started off as a mobile game in that sort of respect. Uh, so basically you, uh, you have to move along the bottom of the screen. You aim with the right analog stick, move with the left analog stick. And it, um, it, it you, you basically go through each stage... Um, there's a certain amount of uh, of enemies that you need to take out before you can progress to the next stage. Every few stages you take on a boss, you can unlock various uh, various extras, new music, etc. Uh, and you collect money to spend at shops to increase your weaponry strength, unlock new characters, unlock new mechas, and uh, generally start further down the uh, the dungeon when you start the game up again. So I think there's like a hundred stages. So mm. I think we made it to stage 40, I believe it supports up to four players. So that's a pretty fun one to play at uh, parties. That's not too bad. Is it like, is it just like couch co-op kind of a deal? Yeah, it is. Yeah. 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 I don't think it's got an online mode. So those so. games are sorely missed because yeah, uh, couch co-op games are definitely the way to go. Mm, for but sure. I get yeah. it from, from a marketing standpoint. I get it though. Yeah. Now both of those games are limited releases as well. Uh, mm-hmm. They don't; they typically don't sell as fast as ones from um, a limit, a limited run or a, uh, a super rare or or such, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, like F- Freedom Finger, I think sold out in like a day and a half. Mm. Uh, but you can still get Guns of Mercy or Super Trench Attack from Pixel Heart. I think it's limited to three thousand copies. So that's uh, 
and they're not that expensive either. I think they're like thirty euro or something like that. So yeah, it's not no. not not a terrible price uh, and, for something that's limited like that. And need to support physical stuff as much as we can. So yeah, for sure, definitely. Yeah. Now from uh, Play Asia, we received a couple of them. One is an older game that I got like quite some time back, but never really got around to playing. But I did beat it. Uh, the first one here is Panty Party, <laughs> and it's a really dumb game. It's a stupid mm-hmm. game. Uh, the idea is is that the main character in the game transforms into a flying pair of panties, and you're shooting at other pairs of panties. It's okay. That that's a this well kind of it's more like virtual lawn, except you're a pair of panties instead of a robot. Oh my goodness! Now I'm into it. You <laughs> <laughs> said virtual lawn. I was like, okay. Now 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 I'm interested. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you fulfill different. Uh, objectives within any one given stage you can unlock a new type of panties that has different moves different weapons different uh attributes and such um but the story is so stupid um (laughs) i mean i mean you're not gonna go for a serious uh yeah serious story with with something like that unfortunately it's it's about (laughs) the least serious game of all time uh Mm -hmm. thankfully it's not as um Despite its name, it's not as perverse as you might think. Okay. It is very lighthearted, and there's not much in the ter- in the way of uh, um, exploitative imagery mm-hmm. and such, because essentially the characters turn into underwear. They're not just wearing it. You know what I'm trying to say? It's just the underwear. It's just the garment. Yeah, it's sure, only the sure. garment. It's only the garment. <laughs> get, get, get your head out of the gutters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Um. How do I now one now? Okay. The final game we're going to touch on here is Moero Crystal H. And that is absolutely a game that is questionable right down to its very core. Um, We still have to make a video feature on this, but I don't know how I'm going to go about it because there's a lot wrong with this game on a lot of different levels. Um, There is very questionable depictions of various uh characters that and i know this gets thrown out or thrown around a lot in like anime culture for example is that Mm -hmm. when a very young uh, appearing character is sexualized in the way that these ones are they absolutely are uh there's the excuse that oh they're like a hundred years old but like that doesn't excuse no that's a pretty it's a a pretty bad cop out and oh man there is some flimsy pretext to the whole thing because like um Uh. the idea is is you're you're composing a party of um well for lack of a better term uh captured monster girls and in order to do this you first have to bust the armor slash clothing off of them sure then you have to touch them in certain areas then a, a quote unquote nude flash occurs and you got to rub the screen real quick and if you fail this they basically accuse you of assaulting them but if you succeed, they're like, oh, it's okay that you did that to me because I was under this spell. And I'm sitting here like, holy crap, what the fuck is this game? How is this even in the North American eShop? You know? Is it it's, really? Ooh. I mean, I, I get that it's it's probably M-rated, and I would hope that it's M-rated. But when it becomes M-rated, and it is for something that adults to play, what business is any adult? have interacting with that kind of imagery and that mm-hmm. kind of pretext and subtext. It's yeah. a bit much. 
It's a, it's pretty problematic. I it's would say. very problematic. Um, it doesn't help that the limited edition has an art book full of this kind of imagery. I was going to well. say, like, I, I was waiting for, like, it's got a mouse pad. It's. <laughs> it is just too much. It really is. So, um, yeah, it's. It's a very that, tough sell. It's a it, very, it, very tough sell. It, it um, is. I think it's going to be a tough thing to cover other than if you just come out and say, hey, like, this is not something I would recommend, something I, mean, I don't agree it, with. It goes you know? even further because there's yourself. actually a shoot 'em up so there's a, there's a shoot 'em up aspect to it. You're basically uh, you're flying around in a ship that looks like a dick, um, and you're blasting away clothes to find these crystals to enter. And then within that crystal, you, I don't know, you, you find out more about the girl that you're trying to, I don't know. It's it's fine. As long as you relate with them on a personal level, you can get get away with all this other shit. Yeah. I suppose. I, I don't know. It's it's very skeezy. I, I don't feel comfortable playing it. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound great. Anybody anybody at all is probably going to have to uh, to explain why they're playing it in a very careful manner. If you're playing this and someone walks in, you get immediately embarrassed. You shouldn't be playing it. Uh, yeah. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Um. So, yes, yeah. it is a bit much. It is, it is. That was, a, that was quite a harrowing tale. Honestly, dude, I stayed quiet through this whole thing because I was just thinking, man, um... This is just sounded like Mugen Souls all over again. Oh, I want to say this is worse than Mugen Souls. Yeah, like when you feel, you know how like you, you when when you know you're doing something wrong, you get that like feeling. It just in your feels gut. wrong. It just feels wrong. Yeah, like yeah. I I, think I got you that bail, constantly. Dude. I think you should bail. <laughs> like that's not a, <laughs> that's not good. It is um, not no. But I, I think th- I think the video feature that. I might be able to scrape out of whatever we recorded will illustrate how not good this actually is. <laughs> just, I mean, <laughs> that's a way to salvage it. Yeah. Just have red X's I'm, the whole time going. No, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely going to be uh, heavily censoring the imagery. That's for damn sure. Huh. I'm, for damn sure. I, I wish you the best of luck. Cause they're, I don't know. We've, we've yeah, covered some, we've, we've covered some, risky games on PPR before. Like yeah. I uh I think there it was like seduction something, like it was an indie uh point like I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh Kawada Shoujo um as well. But that one's tasteful. So I don't know. God, Deep that, Space that... Waifu. Oh fuck. Okay. Uh can I can are is, is that all you've been doing, Ed? That's as much as I got, yeah. I got some cool stuff on the way in, but uh, for now, that's that's all I got. Hmm. All right. I all right. will try to keep it short and sweet. Okay, real quick, though, I'm going to throw in some more letters. Uh, Y-Y-J-L-V. Y-Y-J-L-V. Oh, Continue. That.
shit. Um, Old shit I don't know anything about. Well, all right. First off, you probably do. So I guessed on quiet. some of them. I guessed on some of them. It's okay. <laughs> um, first and foremost, I don't know, and and I got to talk to uh, Ben Bizzle, but courtesy of Ben Bizzle, I finally got my second PVM, um, which is it's essentially the uh, medical variant of the uh, the I believe the nineteen fifty four Q. It's a uh, 1945 MD. So it, it essentially sports the same specs, the same uh, line output, um, and essentially it's going to go right next to my Sony 14L5 um, and where I'm going to be able to go ahead and matrix off and essentially have 20-inch uh, PVM clarity on my retro stuff. And so far, um, the only RGB that I put into it is the other thing I got in the mail, my ColecoVision, which I finally got back. It's modded after uh, the fucking dude. I I will put this modder on blast at some point, but I, he doesn't really... He just re repairs arcades, and he also works with, like, a team of modders that, like, I guess work under him under consignment. Mm -hmm. But if you see the name Dave's Arcade, stay fucking clear. These guys are clowns. They're super unprofessional. Like, the whole thing was a fucking nightmare. And thank God I got Ben involved with Ben being in so many retro gaming circles that involve the market and barter and trade, um, he uses influence to get these motherfucking people to give me back my, my shit. And then I luckily got the system modded beautifully by the very individual who has uh, released and manufactured the latest RGB board, uh, Mobius Strip Tech themselves. And they have been amazing i cannot tell you they they've kind of suspended installs for the moment because they're wanting to focus it's funny because i also sent them my philips cdi uh 450 to get a a dual frequency oscillator to mod it from pal to ntc frequencies and to nice. uh, clean up the rgb and they're like you know if there's an interest in this i'm I, i'm gonna see if there's an interest like dude there's an interest uh, I, I love the CDI myself, and, you know, if I can get a better RGB board, I've been kind of tooling around with it, but I'm going to go ahead and you've inspired me to kind of pitch this to the public and see what they think. He kind of put some feelers out there on Twitter, uh, got an incredible response, and fucking added a new board to his lineup that he went hard to work on because he was focused for a, a minute on triple bypass boards for the Sega Nomad. Um, but yeah, the thing that sucks though, is I need to get my retro gaming cable, SCART cable that I had set for my Philips CDI repaired. Uh, they gave me a bad cable, but, uh, so I don't have Philips CDI shit to fuck with yet. But what I do have to fuck with is the ColecoVision. And, um, that is still one of my favorite, if not potentially my favorite 8-bit machine. I've always loved it. And, uh, for the longest time I invested and got a super game module and aftermarket peripheral that you fucking plug into the expansion module of the ColecoVision and it expands the RAM and color palette as well as the capability. So a lot of homebrew games that are not meant to run on the ColecoVision <laughs> uh, can be ported a lot of MSX stuff. So like I was showing Sarah like, oh dude, check this out. I'm playing fucking Twinbee, Daytona Twinbee. 
on my ColecoVision, and you're like, "What the fuck? That thing's only supposed <laughs> to play Cabbage Kid or Cabbage Patch Kids and Smurfs." I'm like, so basically, this uh, this super game module is uh, ostensibly like the arcade card for the PC Engine. Yes. Nice. Um, but uh, I played Star Soldier, uh, Wonder Boy, and a bunch of other stuff. I mean, they're still pumping out uh, this November. The developer of the Super Game Module is actually starting a premium uh, membership, a Super Secret Club, and uh, I'll go ahead and put them out. They're releasing their own proprietary magazine, uh, as well as a membership where you can get premium content in their releases if you're a part of the membership club that won't super be released. Secret. So, super Secret. Not Super Secret. Like, I'll put a link. I'll, 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 put, them, like, I'll put it out there. But So, for example... Uh, for the longest time, they hadn't worked Donkey Kong Arcade. See, the big legacy mm. thing about ColecoVision is that it had, up until the NES, the best home version of Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. It came packed in. It was the biggest system seller and, and probably one of the biggest parts of it, that whole system's legacy. So they got a game that's comparable, if not just as uh, up to snuff, with the NES port, if not very close to the actual arcade port. Um, but they've got some other additional content that they're going to put in. Like, if you're a part of their premium membership, you'll have a mode to play as Luigi. And it's just a palette swap, but the, like, but, there's even a Luigi jump that they're going to put in, which would be weird. Possibly, yeah, so it'll yeah. probably break the physics uh-huh. of Donkey Kong, but like fun shit like that they're doing. And they're also mm-hmm. doing... Um, a Pac-Man DX, and also kind of doing a championship iteration that I'm excited to look at. But, like, yeah, I've gotten the chance to play uh, a bunch of exclusives that released. Um, like, Super Pac-Man never got a home port, but there is a home port of it for the ColecoVision uh, as as far as a Super Game module. Um, Goonies, the original Goonies, which did release on Famicom and MSX. However, uh, you can play it on the super game module fully translated um you can like there's a bunch of shit to dig into really i've been using it mostly to fuck with super pac-man and burger time because i mm-hmm. believe the burger time uh port is uh superior to anything else nice. um but yeah uh i've been outputting the rgb through uh hd retrovision genesis cables uh that i got the mod through the eight pin mini din um and it looks beautiful like the brightness everything it's weird um because i i was testing out the s video capabilities because it's also i'm going to run s video on it and um my turbo duo i got s video modded um i got this cool no cut mod because of how rare the hardware is where it's a project box that just plugs into the visual port um s video is not that impressive on this fucking monitor i don't know um i i sent you guys a picture of it i i feel like it could be brighter but I, I don't know. I'm a little bummed, but I, I love this fucking thing. It's heavy as shit and a lot bigger than I thought it would be. So it I looks, it, looks, it looks very dangerous. Yeah. It's um, not it's not great when things like that have fucking handles on the sides of them like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good sign. I mean, all PVMs, yeah. But no, this thing, um, it's a it's also like, I don't know. I, I have to mess with the chroma settings, but so far, like, I'm set. I don't need another PVM. I've got my PVM corner. I'm going to have it set to my 14L5 for Tate. And I am one step closer to getting this fucking room done. Um, but getting my ColecoVision back, that's not the only thing I got back. I got, like I said, my Philips CDI. I just got to, that's on standby. Got to get my um, my SCART cable repaired. 
Uh, so I did fuck around and play Hotel Mario, but with super off, all fucked up colors. Um, and then I finally got my 3DO back. Ooh, and yes. my 3DO, um, I got modded with an ODE, uh, the Menno or the Mnemonic. Uh, ODE is the only U- one for it. It's a USB-powered one, so it has a USB stick as opposed to an SD card. And, yeah, I got to fuck with a lot of 3DO games that I've always wanted to play and never wanted to spend the money on. Like Naughty Dog's Way of the Warrior, which, let me fucking tell you. Yeah. What's this would now? You... Oh, okay. You're going to love this. I need you to look it up. I'll show note. I, sure. I want to do a play play, and I've, I'm recording and capturing some footage to put in the second part of our um, playthrough for uh, Mortal Kombat Sub-Zero Mythologies. But... The very first Naughty Dog developed game, oh, Andrew, goodness. is a Mortal Kombat clone called oh, Way of the Warrior. Oh, yes, please. Where Jason Rubin and their neighbors, their family, they, it, dude, it's got the best digitized graphics I've ever seen oh, for a Mortal Kombat clone. This is my shit right here. Dude, all right, <laughs> you know what? We're going to do a play play. Also, yeah, soundtrack completely in. composed by, uh, soundtrack, pure white zombie. It's just white zombie. The fuck, really? <laughs> yeah, so we can I don't know if we could put it on YouTube where I can I can uh I might have to mute the soundtrack. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> we're probably probably not missing out on much there. Yeah, it plays terribly, but it's oh. it looks weirdly gorgeous. It the, looks the, it's so fucked up, dude. There was a Kickstarter game where they're trying to go for this kind of look and it didn't oh, it was yeah. it, it wasn't successful and I was super sad about it. Supposedly they were this. still they were still supposed to go through with you know making it. They just didn't have the backing of that. Uh, I never heard anything about it again. This so. game was entirely filmed against a yellow screen in their garage. Uh, like they got like a ten thousand dollar budget, and they were trying to like this was a three D O like this was promoted for a holiday. This game like looks re- super racist though. Yes, it looks. Really, <laughs> it's really. Oh no, it's not aged well. Dude. I'm getting further in, and I'm getting more upset. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! It doesn't just Yikes. look it; it sounds it. it. Like the voice samplings are like that's the thing. It it's very much a product of the nineties. This um, guy, this guy's named Gaines, though. Yeah, <laughs> he's 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 oh, he's he's king. He, he's this buff ass commando looking dude named Gaines. Yeah, that's the Guile ripoff, dude. Or what about Dragon, which is just it's just their Rio. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a it's just a Ryu. So like, um, um, I I I cannot. It has been such a guilty pleasure. Like, all right, I've been just getting back into all of these Mortal Kombat clones. Like, we're talking about Kasami Ninja for Jaguar and mm. Ultra Vortech for Jaguar. <laughs> but like, Way of the Warrior has always been like uh, a a fucking a, a white whale because it's kind of pricey more than i'd ever want to pay so getting yeah. it on this ode but there's been a ton of other 3do games like that i've definitely been excited to check out so aside from way the warrior uh total eclipse which oh I, yeah Sarah, dude yeah i want to tell you there are no shoot 'em ups on the 3do but there are like 11 rail shooters yeah 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 there's like so many fucking Star Fox clones <laughs> and they're all pretty good like, well, uh, Total Eclipse sh- is kind of shit, but I beg to differ. I loved Total Eclipse. And having I, like... having played Total Eclipse Turbo, uh... yeah, which I don't. It's weird how like okay, so 
a lot of people make the argument that like games for the 3DO that like made the 3DO special, like that were exclusive at one point, were later ported to the PlayStation and Saturn, which is true. Yeah. But I feel as though they weren't as well optimized. Like Gex, for example. If right. you were to ask, ask me the original Gex, which I mean Man, you want to talk about also a fucking game that has not aged well, Dana Gould, like, like, yeah. all, like, in terms of transphobia and other, like, ugh, like, it's a bummer when you go back and you, like, anyway, like, some of the humor is a little touchy, um, but I digress, um, in terms of the games that were ported with, between PC, Windows, Sega Saturn, and PlayStation, the 3DO version, by and large, is the best optimized and it's and it was developed originally for the 3DO hardware, so that makes sense. But like, yeah. it's weird. Like even then, like the only exception I think I would say is Return Fire, which I like. I checked it out on PlayStation, and it plays way better on PlayStation than it does in 3DO. But like, it's still pretty. Like there are exclusive maps, however, that are uh, only available in an expansion for the 3DO called Maps O Death. Yeah. Um. There is, dude. There is a lot to sink my teeth into. Um, and it, uh, it, there is a uh, a version of Starblade, though, isn't there? Yeah, and it's very yeah. good. It's very good. I mean, there's there's Creature Shock, uh, Space Hulk. Space Hulk plays better on it. Oh yeah, which is it is not a great game, but like still like that's War Warhammer 40k. Yeah. 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 Um. But like the the frames of animation and like some of the stuff that went into it. Like, I was pleasantly surprised revisiting it. Because, like, my, um, I had a 3DO, that, and I actually sold it off. But the only games I had for it were Escape from Monster Manor, which was, like, a shitty first-person game. Uh, Road Rash, which I was so happy to boot it up again. Because, again, in comparison to the Saturn, PlayStation, and even the Sega CD, 3DO had the best version. Like, which made sense, given that it was an electronic arts joint. Uh, so like Trip Hawkins, like definitely put his fucking, uh, mean, mean, mean spirit into it. But sadly, like, I don't know. It, it's just weird. Um, I got D I, I haven't checked out D on it, but like, um, I was fucking stoked that I didn't realize this. Like, cause again, I'm rediscovering it. This game has, this system has Dino Park Tycoon. It's the only <laughs> fucking console that has Dino Park Tycoon, um, and I got into that, and like it's also weirdly its second most expensive game out of the entire library because it's insanely rare. Uh, Lucian's Quest, which got like a Japanese only Sega Saturn port, one of the best tactical RPGs. Like it's weird, dude. There's shit for the 3DO to check out, but like if you don't want to spend the money, this USB stick. Um, the more you load onto it, I noticed the slower it runs, so that was kind of a bummer. Um, but yeah, no, dude, I got to check out a bunch of shit that, like, I would love to do coverage on. You and me, Andrew, we're definitely gonna do a play-play on Way of the Warriors. I, yeah, I, I'm 100% down with that, absolutely. Dude, um, 100%. but all the, uh, American video FMV games are also on the 3DO, including mm -hmm. the light gun games like Mad Dog McCree, okay, uh, yeah. Who Shot Johnny Rock, um, and then some exclusives like Space Pirates, which let me tell you, Space Pirates is such a shit show, but it's such an enjoyable best way. Yes. All the be so, like shooter. Yes. So okay. like, are you familiar with Mad Dog McCree? Uh, just from the giant bomb stuff, <laughs> honestly, yes. like that's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same yeah. studio. 
Yeah, but okay. it's in space, and it but it's like it doesn't know what it's trying to go for because it looks like what if homeless people like found a way to space just Perfect. with like the wardrobe. Perfect. And whatnot, dude. I but like the thing that sucks about it though is the light gun itself for the 3DO. Like they resale for a really like mm. like 150 yeah. for a fucking gun, which is a little gross. But a little bit, um, a little bit. but yeah, no. There's uh, what I'm discovering is the Japanese library. There's a surprisingly robust Japanese <laughs> library of 3DO games. No, dude, it's fucking weird. Crazy. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho has an exclusive fighting game for it. Oh wow, yeah. Uh, Sailor Moon has an exclusive fighting game for mm. it. <laughs> There's this neat, like, like basically anime take on Dragon's Lair called Straw. Um, of course, like basically. KGNO like loved the 3DO, so there's a there's a bunch of warp developed games exclusively for it. Um what is it gonna say? Um there's this really weird, ridiculous RPG um called Omiyadaka Grand Chef. You're a chef, and it's a like a really basic, like roundabout, like turn-based RPG. Um, but the anime there's just just such a 90s like charm to it and mm. i i wish it had an english patch but like i i played through it as blindly as i could but it was super fucking stupid yet fun mm. <laughs> um there's uh, a few neo geo ports that are really good like weirdly samurai showdown is really good on the 3do like i knew super street fighter for a while the best version of street fighter super street fighter 2 turbo was on the 3do it's That's weird, super like weird, yeah, super weird. So another thing too that I made sure the 3DO is also uh, region free, right? So yeah. I got a Japanese system mm -hmm. because the 3DO is exclusively in North America 480i resolution, which, as you can imagine, would be shit for capture, right? Because of the interlacing. Uh, yes. <laughs> but the Japanese version of the console has a really weird hidden feature that's now been exploited and made them really expensive there is a interlace switch where you can switch the resolution to 240p mm. and it huh. removes the interlacing so and it, it looks better on my crt yeah it looks it amazing yeah it's so i don't even know why 40i was even a thing it's a, i i feel like the only system that barely got away with it was a gamecube well the playstation 2 as well Ah, I don't know about the PlayStation 2, dude. Like, um, yeah, but no, I've been playing the fuck out of Total Eclipse, Road Rash. Uh, I fuck with plumbers. Plumbers don't wear ties. Uh, <laughs> probably talk, dude. Like, it. I don't know. It. There's a lot of cool stuff that like also didn't get ported, like Gritters, um, which I believe like Crush. Like, if you remember Crush for the PSP and DS. Oh yeah, like, I okay. believe it had an original version on um 3DO known as Gritters. Um I also um I'm trying to remember what else I um played. I played a bunch of like uh FMV point and click games like uh Snow Job uh starring Tracy Scoggins. Like there's a lot. Like it was it was eye-opening to say the least. Um but the 3DO kind of gets like like I don't know if you if you were to like invest in something and people want the like the gimmick of the Philips CDI for the the shitty mm -hmm. Nintendo games, like 
don't go for a 3do the only thing i will say is that like the video encoding in the 3do is still like weirdly grainy like playstation like the the cleanest video out of all those fucking systems is the philips cdi especially if you have a digital video card um like like the best version of dragon's lair is probably on the cdi uh or space ace or any of those games um but yeah, I, uh, I got to fuck around with that a little bit, so be sure to check out some play plays of those games um, and other stuff. Uh, I also, um, in terms of new games, uh, I am doing a completion playthrough of Shenmue 3, and uh, I'm like really going for it, and I've got a lot of the harder trophies. Um, I did a gambling exploit to where uh, I was able to earn all the tokens and then buy expensive prizes, which then I got to sell back for a lot of Chinese yuan. So, like, I almost actually went broke a few times, which is impossible with the ex exploit I did. But uh -huh. um, trying to do all that and getting further in the game, uh, the combat system's grown on me a little bit now that I fully leveled it up. I'm full, like, at this point, I'm just completing scrolls, but I fully max out uh, Ryo. Um, to the point where combat is like laughably easy, uh, but mm. I don't want to change the difficulty setting just yet. Um, I'm really just doing the side quests, and fuck, I had no idea how dense the side quests are. Like, you went from like the first two games where you can buy like a handful of items that can barely fill one inventory screen. There are like 15 inventory screens now of items, but here's the shitty thing: I learned that some of the items are literally just they don't <laughs> just ju do, just take up space. They're just there to take up space and buy. Uh, like that sucks. So well, so here's the thing. Like you learn to to level as I mentioned before to level up Rio, you buy move scrolls, uh, mm. or you can earn them or get get them through certain um, criteria. Right. Um, and the um, to get them from a pawn shop you would uh, trade in certain items, so you exchange them. But you can only get these items from either certain stores or certain NPCs or doing certain side quests. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, like, if you buy them outright, they're going to be really expensive. A lot of the scrolls you can buy outright, but, like, you'll go broke fast. And I'm now at a portion of the game... I mean, it's been out long enough, so I'm fine with spoiling it to an extent. Um, very similar to Shinmu 2... On the very first half of the game, when you start off at the like the events of Shenmue 2, where you're um, with Shenhua, the the titular character who's finally like been realized is no longer like this like character that you meet at the end of two and then wait 13 years to see what's going on. Now like it's the you're now a duo between her and Ryo, which I I talked about how I really love the dynamic and the, the dynamic's pretty good. Um, it gets better, but. At some point within the journey, like, you have to leave Bailu in China and go to a port town, Naiwu, which is fucking crazy dense. Like, insanely, I had no idea the city would be as big as it was because the, the Hong Kong city in Shenmue 2, while big, is nowhere as dense as the city. And, and like Shenmue 2, you have to stay in a hotel and pay for your stay every day. And if you don't have the money to pay for your stay, you're going to have to try to skip out on the landlady who owns hotel. And um, even if you're successful at some points, uh, she'll start sending hitmen after you. So, Damn. yeah, dude, it's but like money is not like uh, an issue at the moment. 
Um, but I'm getting further into it, and like I'm really liking it. I just it's it's it sucks that it's basically glorified filler, and like I I'm looking forward to the anime. Um, but there's also like a shitload of downloadable content that I I haven't sunk my teeth into. But from what Josh Fairhurst of Limited Run Games is alluding to, it's just even more filler. And I don't know, like some of the characters that they've introduced so far haven't like been anywhere near as memorable or as charming. Like the best uh, part of that game is honestly Shenhua. Like even like um, the voice acting is still really bad and cringe. Like they they did it almost to a gimmick, but like um, it's one of those situations where I was talking about like how Three from Hell having all these actors return back after such mm-hmm. a long hiatus um, did not do anyone a favor. Um, it's unfortunately very much the same case with uh, Shenmue. Like, they've got all the original cast to um, come back and reprise their roles, um, in, uh, including, I'm trying to remember his name. Um, it's Corey something. I, I should know this, given how much I love this fucking game. Um, but he phones it in the most. <laughs> like, and... It's it's a super bummer just because of, like, how pivotal, again, Ryo is. Like, I've never played through the games in Japanese, and I I kind of want to, and I understand it's a completely different experience. But, like, I don't know. Some parts of the game, like, it, it's kind of, like, uh, probably left better to the imagination versus the reality. But, like, I, I, as far as a fan service... Um, I got to the part of the game. There's an entire building that's dedicated to the Kickstarter backer rewards. I didn't donate enough. I donated literally enough to get a copy of the game, uh, the collector's edition. Wait, but, you, can only, you can only access it if you're a no, Kickstarter no. at that level, or it's a it's a it's basically a memorial to the Kickstarters. I see. Okay, mm-hmm. that's so fair. like okay. um, people got their own capsule toy that is not the part of the completion criteria. Um, they got their own pictures. Like it's a giant. Like, imagine, like, uh, an actual memorial for the dead, except instead of the dead, it's the people who put it's money he, into the game. People I gave them money, yeah, sure. Um, but it, And it's really charming, but, mm-hmm. like, like I kind of wish I'd be immortalized to some extent, but, like, uh, like they, it's, it's just weird that you get to this in the second half of the game. Like, this is all basically non-existent mm-hmm. in, in the first half of the game, and then in the second half, um, it's just there. Um like in the hotel room that you're staying at, there's a guest book of people who previously stayed in the room with you, and there are more Kickstarter backer names yeah. just there. Um, I'm really digging it. I don't know what fucking nightmare world I like signed up for to tell myself I'm going to complete this game. Uh-huh. Um, because one of the trophies is I got to catch a thousand fish. Fishing's super fun, but to fish a thousand for times. A thousand, not so much. Yeah, um, but I guess the stuff carries over to New Game Plus, which is going to be needed um, because there are time-sensitive quests and item pickups between the story missions, so that sucked mm-hmm. to find that out later. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really liking it. I, I, I love the game. I truly love mm-hmm. the game, and I, and I know I've talked about it at length, but like I'm finally like knuckling down and doing my completion playthrough of it, and I'm gonna have to set it down because of all the new stuff coming out. Yeah. Um, I recently 
like there's some word that came out that Yu Suzuki and Wisenet are are absolutely going to work on a, a fourth one because they see that the interest is there and that Shenmue did make just enough of a return. Shenmue 3. I mean, it's sad now because you can, again, pick the game up at bargain bin prices. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's going to finally optimize. And I don't know how, like, at that point, when does it stop being Shenmue? Uh, while it very much, like, 3 very much feels like a long-lost sequel, like, people are kind of bummed of how, like, aged it still felt which even then i was just like there could be some more quality of life improvements here mm-hmm. um so the fourth entry and i don't know if it'll be the fucking last i really hope so i need conclusion i was gonna say i <laughs> think they i think it's just good they got the third one now i think getting the fourth one would be a nice icing on the top at this point but the fourth one they yeah, want to we'll, we'll optimize... see it on the playstation 7 yeah, yeah. um they're gonna optimize it to take advantage of more modern conventions of open world game design like uh they're citing stuff like grand theft auto it's very weird because i feel like i very much feel like and i talked about it before but even getting deeper into the game it really feels like a knee-jerk reaction to yakuza like it's it's like we i get that like here's here's ryogata like doing this better Mm mm-hmm which we we talked about at length, but like I don't know, um, I'll, I'll I'll keep you guys posted. I kind of found out too that there the all the Kickstarter backer rewards were sent out the physical ones, and that included like uh, uh, capsule toys, mm-hmm. uh, the very very same capsule series in the game, and they are insanely expensive. And I kind of wanted to get like a shrine going, but they are fucking dumb expensive. The people who are reselling them, so yeah, that uh, was a bit of a bummer. Oh, um, last game i'll talk about because i know well i played uh i was fucking with rondo of blood a lot like just for the halloween funsies of it and plus like i have this monitor just hanging out in the middle of my room um but yeah uh because i want to test out the s video on the monitor which it, it worked out for extent but i did get to play the pce works uh redux of rondo of blood with the english translation from uh, what they did, which, man, it is so much better than the PSP uh, Dracula X Chronicles. Oh, probably, yeah. Yeah, but it's so weird, like, the fan work. Like, dude, like, this... Uh, one of these days I'm going to do just a, a feature on, like, PCE Works and the work they've done. Like, they, like, I don't think it's fair to call them a reproduction brand. Like, they... God damn, some of the games that they put in, like, the quality... Like I I I picked up quite a few of them in this fire sale. Um, like I feel I think I took advantage of some dude struggling from COVID, and I feel bad. But like it, it was goddamn. Like I I definitely want to do like a future. I I, I believe I grabbed all the PCE memories box sets, Force Gear, uh, Rondo, and like one other one, and they are lovingly made. Um, last game I want to talk about uh, is Crash Bandicoot Four. Uh, it's about time I'm reviewing it. Uh, goddamn, guys, it is really good. It is also far too much game. It is <laughs> it is way too much Crash Bandicoot content. Like I, they really went nuts. Like Crash Bandicoot, the series kind of like bef- like the the legacy games, not like the shitty like Activision like Mind Over Matter or Mutant or <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, those fucking games. Uh, I'm talking about like 
all the stuff like Naughty Dog and then a little thereafter the like the the early Activision games. Um they fucking went nuts, dude. There's like 50 gems you can collect now on a level. There's like 30 relics. There is a developer uh class of relic, the purple relic, which like they have times that are so impossible that like I can't I'm not even fucking I wouldn't even bother trying to go for it. So but there's a lot to the games. I I think the coolest fucking feature, honestly, are the inverted uh, levels. Like each one of them, like add a nice little cool gimmick or like hook. Like I don't know. It, it's it, it's something that you very seen very like. It's very strange to see that in something like as innocuous as a Crash Bandicoot game. Like like I don't know. It felt it's a, it's a very Nintendo gimmick. Like mm-hmm. just like each level like it reminds me of like the sunshine um levels without the flood pack or like just some of the various little quirks that you'd see in uh, the galaxy series or even to the extent odyssey like um there's one particular level for example where you have to color everything in with various attacks and moves that crash has and you have to color things in with a certain color uh or um like they've inverted um They'll invert like uh, TNT crates to work a certain way, or a nitro crate. Like each one of them have like a different hook. Um, and then they're the new power ups. Uh, so they introduce new masks. Like uh, my favorite one is the phasing mask. Like there's a gravity mask that like was kind of confusing, but the phasing mask gives you control to phase various platforms or objects in and out and switch it. So it had like a very Ikaruga feel. And I'm like, man, mm. I didn't think that you can take like this. Ikaruga concept and put it into a platformer. Um, there was one other game that actually did that, and I bought it. Um, it's like Outlander. It's like for Xbox 360. I remember PC3. that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a mm-hmm. you're blue and red. It like mm-hmm. it uses that concept, but yeah. like it does it really well. Um, like the, there's so much fan service and so many Easter eggs and like polish to the game. Like um, all the weird like goofiness of uh the insane trilogy with the remakes and like how jumping and moving didn't feel entirely too right they fucking fixed um Mm. that weird like depth issue of um crash moving around in 3d space and being able to gauge like uh where um platforms were in the foreground and background they've done something as simple as just add a shadow that that's just under crash's feet now it's so it, it it's weirdly janky looking like it's just a yellow circle with a well it's a shadow with a yellow outline like it's just it it, it looks like hmm. some basic ass unity shit but like it it does so much for the gameplay so and, and this is the same people that were doing the skylanders games are doing these yes. now oh nice. toys for bob did the insane trilogy yeah um they also did the uh spyro remakes Okay. Spyro makes, I think, they did a far better job on than the Crash games. But mm. I feel like whatever criticisms they literally took from the Insane Trilogy, they absolutely took to heart mm. with this game. Like, this is, I will tell you, by and large, the best Crash Bandicoot game. Wow. Like, it takes everything. Like, if you love Crash Bandicoot 2, which I think, like, a lot of people who are, like, familiar fans of the series, like, they, they say that, like, that's when Naughty Dog peaked. Mm. with it it's like they really studied the concept of that and then all the spectacle and weirdness of warped and then they put it into it's about time and even like even the story and the characters and the humor like the writing all of it's so well done 
Hmm. Um, like not since like Twin Sanity, which like had some writers from Ren and Stimpy, like not John K, that fucking asshole, but like some of his cohorts, like um, uh, Bob Camp's homies and all that. Like not since then have I seen like such really like just such a well done job with like the the writing and direction, and even then like just poking fun at like its legacy. Like the original crash game didn't have Coco. It had you save his fucking girlfriend. And it was just very much like damsel in distress nonsense. Um, and then that character sort of like faded into weird obscurity. Like they barely used her. So to include like a, a spider Gwen ass version of her that you can play as okay. was a really neat touch. Uh, playing is even like uh, cortex you, and dingo dials. I was going to say you too. play as like the bad guy, don't you? Yeah. I've seen that it's, in the demo. And they're all fun. Like, there's yeah. there's a lot. There's, like, this game is so fucking dense. Like, like Super Mario Odyssey dense. Like, there's mm. a lot of, like, where there's only, like, 36 levels, there's, like, three different versions of these sure. levels. There's a yeah. mirror mode. There's an inverted mode. And then there are, there's, like, a, additional challenges. Like, there you can carry, you can, like, get these VHS tapes that kind of tell their own like meta story of expanding the crash bandicoot. Like it, it's a weird touch that they've like taken to the lore, but like, I totally forgot. They also remade um, crash team racing and it did an incredible job oh, yeah. there too. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend picking it up. Like hmm. if you guys like for anybody that's just like, kind of like misses crash and just like, Oh, play. And for all intents and purposes, like I believe some of the issues from the insane trilogy have been patched out. Mm-hmm. Like I think they've like they've really taken those um, initial criticisms to heart. I, all all these games should absolutely be in any library of your respective choice. Four is only on Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think it can run on the Switch because of how dense it is. Um, but yeah, no, Unless I really make it like it. a streaming version of it. Like that's what they're doing a lot of these bigger games now on switch is making them streaming versions of the game, which would be neat. I mean, yeah. I don't know, dude, there's a lot to love. Like, I think the thing I didn't think I'd love the most about it are the, are the skins. I thought they'd be stupid and gimmicky, but the skins are fucking, they're neat, dude. Hmm. They're, and, and like, I, I really enjoy that they're including, um, the uh, mechanic of being able to play as either Crash or Coco. Like, you can play mm-hmm. the entire game as Coco. So, um, that's it. That's all that's been in my console. Um, I played Takeshi Naroshi. I've, I've really... Uh, you can check out my review there. I also have my review of Battletoads out mm-hmm. um, and kind of went hand there. Uh, I am now at a point where I can finally publish Origami King, so I'm getting prepared to do that, and then I'll have a review out for it's about time. Uh, like a dragon and some other stuff. I'll also have a review out. What's so funny? Nothing, dude. It's it's cool, man. Don't... It's all right. <laughs> Fuck you Just guys. What's new, so funny? New 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 profile picture for you. It, it, it's on the messenger. I cannot stand you. I cannot stand either of you. Um, all right. <laughs> hey, me. <laughs> I, I'm 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 just I'm just enjoying this content. Not a contributor. Episode uh, end. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> we're, we're ending the episode. As soon as he sees it. Alright, if you've enjoyed <clears throat> Press Pause Radio episode 129, 
um, please, by all means, uh, do what you can to subscribe to our feeds on uh, on Scatter Radio, I, um, iTunes, and God, literally everywhere else. We where, where, wherever your podcasts are caught. Yeah, I just found out that we are listened over seventy-two podcast records, so Dang. and counting. Yeah, oh, so, nice. Um, still. SoundCloud has been like a mess and like it's something that I'll have to figure out. And then YouTube is still an undertaking, which speaking of which, we're putting out video content a little bit more regularly again. That's a plan because now Sean's back and Sean's back. Yeah, Sean's been doing videos with me. In fact, um, Mortal Kombat Mythologies Part 2, our super play is going to be published soon. Uh, Meanwhile, Ed and I have been doing uh, a look back at the Rocket Knight game so rocket knight's already out we are also going to be publishing uh the sparkster games and then the last rocket knight game that uh developed by climax rocket knight adventures for the 360 and playstation 3 which man that game gets a really shitty rap and i don't know why um but yeah well we're gonna dive into the legacy and history of konami's um turbulent mascot because they really like motherfucking konami really wanted you guys to care about sparkster and we'll we'll talk about why um but yeah uh we're gonna try to put out content more regularly i'm trying to twitch fucking really change up their front end and i hate it i (laughs) i fucking hate it but like uh no sir i didn't like it no uh but i've been wanting to try to get twitch stuff done regularly again and so that's also the plan. I was going to try to twitch Illbleed and Dead Space, but because of the front-end changes, I uh, wasn't able to get anything out. Don't know how relevant it'll be post-scary spooky day, but I'll, I don't know. I, it'll give me excuse to play Illbleed because I've never played it, and it's just there. Um, I, I would, I'll be happy to go ahead and, you know, throw that on. But either way, uh, expect more Limelight streams. That's going to be... Um, I was fucking around with some stream interfaces that I shared with the gang. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm also going to get Sarah's um, expertise in, in trying to find out how he manages his streams because I really like the, uh, uh, I don't know, we're, we're kind of stuck in the past the way we did our Twitch streams. Now there's so much shit. There's rating now. I don't fucking get it, dude. I don't get Twitch now. <laughs> I'm I, 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 that's my boomer moment. Just wait until Justin.tv comes back. <laughs> I went, dude. We were on Justin.tv. That's mm-hmm. what became that. That became Twitch. So I'm saying that's yeah, wait, dated... wait, Just wait for it to come back around. It's cool. Um, but yeah. Uh, so with that being said, you should absolutely follow us on our Twitch channel. It's on our website, uh, uh, Twitch.pressposradio. You should also uh, subscribe to us on YouTube.com/slash the PPR Broadcast. And again, um, definitely check out our features that we've got going on on pressposradio.com um i did this very uh extensive feature on uh what would a game boy trilogy of the game uh, mario game boy titles would look like for the switch uh going into the technical aspect and the the, the gameplay mechanics and kind of you know if we're going to celebrate the plumber's legacy we can do more than what recently came out with the 3d collection which I have also played a fuckload of, but like uh, not recently. And we'll, I, mm-hmm. I wanted to save for a comparison video that mm-hmm. we're also going to try to launch with um, doing more um, video content for uh, our YouTube. Um, but anyway, 
I uh, digress. Also, we have a bunch of new reviews. Uh, Takeshi and Hiroshi, Battletoads, uh, Volta X. Um, I, I believe Andrew has some other reviews out there. And then we, uh, uh, Ed also um, has some other uh, late to the party features that we got for SNK, Tag Team Frenzy, and uh, Ninja Saviors. So mm -hmm. lots of editorial to check out. I still have some other uh, think pieces that are going to be published along the pipeline, including some stuff from Sean as well. And then hopefully we can get Sean on the ca uh, cast regularly. Um, but yeah, Ed, Bullet Heaven uh, just released Ginga Force. What else is on the docket for Bullet Heaven? Well, I'm trying to scrape together content for the Indie Geddon block. Uh, I know definitely we're going to be trying to feature Freedom Finger and Guns of Mercy in the block, uh, but there's a couple of others that we're looking to put in there as well. Uh, we've already got a random playout for Super Trench Attack as well, but we're going to be doing a random play for the PC Engine Portable Monitor LCD screen, uh, as well as Guns, uh, Guns of Mercy, uh, Freedom Finger, and Moero Crystal H. Neat, with with however much we can scrape out of that. But, yeah, yeah. Th th that last one might be there, there's, something. It's definitely being age-restricted, and there's going to be a lot of blurring, so uh, take what you can get out of that. Yeah. I'm still waiting for you to get consoleized Virtual Boy so we can get Vertical Force redone. Oh, yeah, that would be nice. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, but, yeah, and then you're also streaming regularly on Saturdays still, yeah? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've taken a small break. Uh, we streamed a little bit tonight, and the numbers were still there despite having a complete overhaul and rebrand of our, uh, our many social nets and such. They were there to um, see you eat hot stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, more to come on that because I got these death nuts, but uh, <laughs> that death nut. de these, death, these nuts. death nuts, yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm mean, typically speaking every Saturday at 10 p.m. Atlantic, which translates to 9 p.m. Eastern or 6 p.m. Pacific. You can catch us over on Twitch.tv/studiomudprints. Mm -hmm. All right. And Andrew, didn't you have one more thing that you wanted to include for the I public? I do, yeah. I'm going to close out with these letters, H-R-P-N-J. H-R-P-N-J. All right. So with that being said, before we close off episode 129, I'm going to get to my last boomer moment. If you guys are doing a Halloween contest and there's a fucking candy jar and you're the game of the contest is a guess how much candy is in the candy jar, except all the candy are still left in their like bite-sized trick-or-treat packages is it unreasonable to think that the contest is a based around how many packages were crammed into the jar or b how many individual candies counting what goes into the individual packages in total are in the jar oh because no it wrapped whatever's wrapped counts as one okay fuck you because i'm with like mm. i'm with can't b because that is unrealistic you... and is not being clear enough if you say count how many is in this jar and they're wrapped individual bite sizes, I'm well, not gonna like, be like I'm gonna count like a candy it. corn jar. Think about like a candy corn jar where you're if guessing. How it, if you guess how many candy corns are in a candy corn jar, then you can go to hell because <laughs> you shouldn't even you shouldn't even contain a candy cane or no candy corn jar. But like here's the thing can. though, like okay, I guess you call them Smarties down there. Like if exactly. you had rolls of Smarties. 
All right, dude. So here's my logic. If you if you put Serving a whole bunch of roll, no, no, on no, no, no. Facts. If you, you put it, no, guess. if you put a whole bunch of like rolls of Smarties in a jar and guess how many are in here, I would think you're saying how many rolls of Smarties, not how many individual Smarties. You gotta okay, be more specific. Okay, but that's not okay. But th that's not the case though. There was a bunch of mixtures of candies. There was licorice. There was uh, fucking Sour Patch Kids. There's a bunch of different shit, right? Uh -huh. So here's I'm thinking. Okay, there's little bags of M&Ms here. There are little bags of Sour Patch Kids. I'm thinking it's a guessing game. If you you can count out the serving size of each nutrition, be like, okay, there's that is a that a is a stretch. I that can't be the only stretch, one here. Dude. I cannot be the only one here. This no, individually wrapped counts as one. Yeah, well, that's that that was essentially that's the way it has to be. No, that's how they did it. But anyway, and it was does, does she agree with and me? It was stupid. Does she agree with me? She, yeah, agrees she agrees with me, Dungeon. Thank with you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Voice that of reason. Poor shit. All right. Le 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 at least someone makes sense in that house. Fucking. You're all villains. You're all fucking highway robbers. Toast. No. I'm, I'm toast. I'm a realist. <laughs> and uh, this is Ed. Y'all are weird. They're called rockets, man, not smarties. I would oh, go. I'd actually go with rockets. That'd be better. That would sell better.